I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? It's another hot one out there today, Pat. <laughs> Are we doing radio voices today? Yes. <laughs> well, 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 looks to be a scorcher out there today, so make sure you got that air conditioning running. <laughs> Not too fast, because then you're going to have to chase after it. <laughs> oh, boy, we're going to be here all week. Let's check the traffic with Susie Q. Susie, what's on traffic? Yeah, I think we got a uh, future in radio. <laughs> yeah. You know, if this podcasting thing doesn't work out in all of our other endeavors, then perhaps we can uh, just easily migrate over to fm radio i think so think so we we certainly have the faces for radio <laughs> that we do <laughs> such a hacky joke oh i know oh, boy welcome oh, everybody boy. kicking and welcome. streaming is our podcast that is what we do on tuesday nights thanks so much for downloading us and listening to us every week this is episode 36 yes where and we're talking about buffy and lost mm-hmm as and always. that's what we do. That's what we do. That's the podcast. We're going to do, we might do a little bit of reenactments. <gasps> maybe some puns. Maybe not, though. I don't think I wrote down any puns this week, but that's okay. I don't know that I have any puns for Some these might episodes. just pop up, you know? Yeah, some, they just come to us sometimes. Right. Some we can't help puns. it. Can't help it. Punning is like breathing for right. us, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So, yeah, what's going on with you? How is how is everything going? I see that you are in a new location for this week's recording. Yes, you can see my walls are pea yellow. <laughs> pea yellow walls. They look <laughs> great. I like how Zoom is trying to autocorrect the color and it has no idea what to do. It can't do it. Can't <laughs> it can't do it. It's making it me look yellow. It's, yeah. it was all yellow. You um, were all yellow. Yeah, so... It's so hot in here mm-hmm. that I couldn't stand being up. I, I like haven't been upstairs for more than a collective, you know, I don't know, 10 minutes. Yeah. Today. It's so hot. It's so hot. It was night. I, when I texted you like what, an hour ago, it was 98 degrees <laughs> in my <laughs> and, and, uh, upstairs. And then like I went just a little while ago and it was 96. So it came down two degrees. Um, but we only have an AC in our bedroom and Dave's office upstairs. Yeah. Maybe I should be in Dave's office. But then yeah. you'd hear the AC. It would be too loud. That's so. true. We can't have that. You know how no, I'm a stickler so I, for good audio. Right. Yeah. So I came downstairs and to sacrifice good video. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Yeah. We <laughs> need good audio over good video. Yeah. Because, you know, videos use it every once in a while for Instagram. But the audio, oh, that plays every week. Yes. Yeah. So very important. I am sitting uh, in what used to be my office previously downstairs, yeah. and we have an air conditioning unit. So my office is now the the dining room, mm-hmm. and our or sorry, my office became the dining room, and I moved upstairs. And then the room next to the dining room, the living room, we have an AC unit that usually pushes into this room, but for right now has just given up apparently and so it's probably like 80 like high 80s in this room still warm still 10 degrees cooler than upstairs though yeah and uh our air conditioning has been going all day still you know just a little chilly down here 
Yeah. <laughs> Not I to brag wanted, or anything. <laughs> I know, seriously. Well, I I joked about recording in our in our basement and yeah. you were like, "Oh yeah, we can have a whole episode of you being attacked by bugs." And then I was like, "Never mind." Yeah, maybe not the best idea. Nope. Yeah, I could just see it happening. You sitting in the basement, side-eyeing every corner of the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and That's trying to pay happen. attention to your notes. It wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't happen. Yeah. So, so here I am. Uh, and here we are. Here we are. Another week, another podcast. Hope everybody's doing great out there and staying cool. Boy, we got a couple fun episodes to get into, huh? Fun episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, well, I'll tell you what I'm surprised about. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised about something too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Something might've happened in the Buffy episode that I did not see coming. Yeah. I don't know how, but. Yeah. Anyway. What do you mean you don't know how? <laughs> well, let's see what it is you didn't see coming. <laughs> oh, okay. <All laughs> okay, right. so let's just let's just jump right in. All right, so we yeah. are watching season three. This is Buffy season three, episode three, Faith, Hope, and Trick. Original air date, October 13th, 1998. It was written by David Greenwald and directed by James A. Contner. Faith, hope, and trick. Yes. Yeah. We'll dissect that later. Well, I think I know what it is, but... Yes. At first, I was thinking it might have been another Halloween episode. Oh, because it's close to Halloween, yeah. Like trick or Oh, and trick. Yep, yep. I could see that. But it wasn't. It was not, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, So your predictions from... Last episode, our Buffy gets lack. Uh, bleh, Buffy gets, gets let back. <laughs> becomes lactose intolerant. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! How's she gonna keep strong bones? I love my string cheese. Now I can't have any. Wah wah. <laughs> Are you one of those people who just like bites into string cheese, or no, do you I'm actually? I'm not an animal. Of course, uh, right? I string the string Come cheese. On. What's the point? Otherwise? What's the fun of string cheese? It doesn't even taste the same if you just bite into it. No, it tastes like nothing. Right. I feel like it's the difference between the people who like to savor things in life and people who just want to like binge it and cram it down into their gullet. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I can be a binger sometimes. Oh well, yeah, we can. We all please. We but, all can be. <laughs> yeah, but string cheese is meant to be strung. Yeah. It's meant to be savored. That's very wise of you. I think that should go on a t-shirt. Yeah. String cheese is meant to be strung. Yeah. yeah. Don't you forget it, people. Yeah. Take all your right, time. Anyway. <laughs> String the cheese. <laughs> Buffy, you did not predict that Buffy becomes lactose intolerant. Yeah, I did not. You predicted that Buffy gets let back into school next episode because Giles has scared the bejeepers out of old (laughs) snidey pants, but he's going to reluctantly let her back in. Uh Uh-huh. And you also said that Snyder is going to be riding Buffy's coattails, and I think you just meant to say he's just going to be riding her like he's going to be tough on her because riding someone's coattails implies that (laughs) he's drafting off of her success. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I mean, in a way, he kind of is, if you think about it. If you really think about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, her success as a slayer empowers him to um, possibly expel her. So, in that way, some would say that that he is riding her coat. No, it doesn't work, does it? Doesn't work. Okay. All right. Anyway. Keep going. 
Uh, you said he's going to be a pain until something bad happens to him later on this season because his time's a coming oh, and he yeah. doesn't have much time left. Mm-mm. Something's going to happen to him. And then I asked you if um, if you think that he'll be replaced by someone worse like Flutie was, and you yeah. said that they'll cycle through some weirdo principles. Maybe a few of them will be demons, cockroach monsters, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, that that's your snidey prediction. Yeah. And then you also said that Buffy's house will be completely back to normal. Mm-hmm. No boarded up windows or no. a mess that they need to clean up, even though there should be. There should be, but they're not going to yeah. include that in an episode. No. Can't they waste precious screen time on that. They uh, don't need to show... The Long Island contractors. In my mind, they do, but I understand the WB has other things that they want to show, like yeah. cute boys named Scott. Mm. Oh, that's mm. what we call a teaser. Scott Evil, perhaps? <laughs> oh, yeah, we see him too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, this is another fun opening. We're at Sunnydale High. We get a low camera angle, Willow's sneakered feet rocking nervously back and forth at the edge of the sidewalk as Oz's combat boots are standing steadily next to hers. Mm. Uh, and the camera pans up, and Willow says, I'm giddy. And Oz says, oh, I like you, Giddy. Always have. She says, it's the freedom. As seniors, we can go off campus now for lunch. It's no longer cutting. It's legal. Heck, it's expected. Wow. It's also a big step forward, a senior moment, one that has to be savored like mozzarella sticks. Cheese strings. (laughs) String cheese. cheese. Also mozzarella (laughs) sticks. Also mozzarella sticks. Oh my God, I love a mozzarella mozzarella. stick. (laughs) You know, I wonder if you could take a string cheese and bread it and then deep fry it into a mozzarella stick. Do you think that would work? I think that's pretty much what it is. Is that exactly what it is? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, that's a good size mozzarella stick. String, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, watch watch me try. Like they cut them in half. (laughs) Yeah. Right. They cut them in half. Yeah. I hate it when they cut it like in thirds and make little stubby mozzarella sticks. Like, come on. If you're going to give me a mozzi stick. What? I like the triangle ones, the mozzarella triangles. Oh, those those aren't sticks, though. No, they're not. like cheese bites. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all of these are great. Fry some bread and fry some cheese. You don't even need bread. Just throw some cheese at me and I'll catch it in my mouth. Mm. But if it's string cheese, you'll stop, take it out. And then shred it. Of course. I'm string no animal, by string. As previously uh, talked about. Great. Anyway, back to Willow. <laughs> <laughs> she says, you just, you can't just rush into this, you know? So she's clearly a little nervous about this and won't go easily. So as Xander and Cordelia come up behind them, Xander and Oz each neatly take one of her arms and sweep her across the street <laughs> as she sort of struggles and nervously babbles on about maybe the rules have changed and they'll get into trouble. Yeah, I was half paying attention at this scene. I, was ha- I think I was having a rough night last night. <laughs> as I was watching it, I was like, what, what's, what's going on here? <laughs> Why are they picking <laughs> her up? Why are they carrying her? But uh, yeah, it makes sense now. I do love her fuzzy sweater in this. I do too. Yeah. I used to have tons of fuzzy. Actually, I still have a fuzzy sweater like that. Do you? Same color. Oh, I think mm-hmm. I sort of remember that being on yeah. you at one point or another. Probably worn it to, to the office. Yeah. Probably have several, honestly. But <laughs> there's get, one in particular that, that I'm thinking of. Yeah. That looks a lot like this one. Yeah. Um, I love her style. Yeah. I just do. You Definitely. love everything about her, that Willow. I love everything about Willow. Yeah. I do. She's she's my she's my uh power 
character. Sure. Okay. I don't it know works. what the word is I'm looking for. It'll come it'll come around to me. So on the other side of the road is a small park where Buffy waits with a picnic set up and the two couples decide to uncouple in her presence. Hmm. Xander says, Buffy, banned from campus but not from our hearts. How are you and what's for lunch? So clearly Buffy isn't back just yet. Right. Um, and Sorry. <laughs> Keep <Okay>. going. <laughs> Did you want to say something? No, there? it just looks like I startled you with that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Continue on, milady. <laughs> so startled. <laughs> uh, Cordelia compliments Buffy's picnicking abilities, sort of, by calling her Martha Stewart. But Buffy says, Martha Stewart knows jack about hand-cut prosciutto. And Xander says, I don't believe she slays either. And Oz says, oh, I hear she can, but she doesn't like to. Mm. Which I thought was funny. I think that would be a cool scene, like a couple oh, seasons yeah. from now. Martha Stewart, Stewart just, just shows like up. slaying in right. season She's five. She's like, it's okay, I got this one. And she just like slays a couple. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. But she does it with like crafting tools. Ooh, that would be fun. Or she just flips around the other side of like her um, cooking utensil, like a mm-hmm. wooden ended spatula. And she just yeah. flips it around and dusts someone. Yeah. She's like, sorry, still working on this meal. Right. That's a spot on Never interrupt a cook. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be cool. Uh, So Buffy says that she and her mom have a meeting with Snide Man tomorrow, and then Willow points out that the soups adorbs Scott Hope and tells Buffy that he likes her and had wanted to ask her out last year. Scott Hope. What a hot guy name, huh? What a cutie pie. Yeah. I don't hmm. think it's a hot guy. Maybe it's a hot guy. Scott name, Hope. He's, he's just Come a cutie on. pie. You got Hope in there? Everybody did, loves Hope. Did you have a crush on Bob Hope? Is this? No, I did have a crush on a girl named Hope in like first grade though. Oh. Maybe second grade. I don't remember. That's cute. Isn't that adorable? The soup's adorbs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Scott walks by and only says hi to Buffy. <laughs> he yeah. says hi Buffy and Buffy gives him like a sheepish almost willow-esque hi yeah. and he keeps walking and willow says i think that went very well <laughs> <laughs> willow's putting her foot in her mouth again this episode oh so many times yeah. she really really wants buffy to date scott well she i think she just wants buffy to like you know link up with somebody so that they can all pda you know yeah. openly <laughs> maybe they maybe, don't wanna... that's, maybe it's <laughs> selfish <laughs> right she's like i don't want it to be awkward anymore i just want to make out with oz wherever yeah, I yeah. mean, Xander and Cordelia don't give a shit. We saw last episode. Yeah, they're kind of all over the place with that. Yeah. Uh, Buffy says that she just wants her life to get back to normal. She says, you know, date and shop and hang out, go to school, save the world from unspeakable demons. You know, I want to go do girly stuff. Hmm. Then we cut to Happy Burger, a local fast food restaurant at night. Oh, that's the name of it. I didn't catch the name and I was like, what is the name of this burger joint? But yeah, I love I all their mascot stuff. I know. I don't think uh, I don't think I would have known without reading the transcript. Oh, okay. Happy Burger. Happy Burger. Mm. Welcome to Happy Burger. Are you feeling happy tonight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Happy Meal. But you happy can't, meal. can't say that obviously because yeah. that's McDonald's. They're like, uh, we can't uh, use that even though it's in our name. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, These Ronald McDonald. Are- <laughs> these meals are delight meals <laughs> yeah delight <laughs> happy delights <laughs> uh, a black limo pulls up and a stylishly dressed black man orders a medium diet soda and that's it 
Seems kind of strange. He looks to his companion, who is in shadow, and says, Sunnydale, towns got quaint, and the people, he called me sir. Don't you just miss that? I mean, admittedly, it's not a haven for the brothers, you know, strictly the Caucasian persuasion here in the Dale, but, you know, you just gotta stand up and salute their death rate. I ran a statistical analysis, and hello, darkness. It makes D.C. look like Mayberry, and ain't nobody saying boo about it. <laughs> we could fit in right. We could fit right in here. Have us some fun. And his companion, still in the dark, growls, we're here for one thing. <laughs> That's my growl voice. That's a good growl voice. <laughs> Thank you. We're here for one thing. And that's a delight meal. Can I have 17 of them? <laughs> uh, he hands, uh, oh, so, um, yeah, he says, we're here, here for one thing. <laughs> <laughs> and we see he has a cloven hand, which is new. Cloven? Cloven. What does this mean? I mean, I know what it looks like, so it must mean that, but what's cloven mean? Cloven Like a club like, hand? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's like- Like a hoof hand. Like, yeah, hoof hand. Like, um, <laughs> like uh, Meaty pigs. Pig pigs have- Hoof hand. Cloven right. hands. Okay. <laughs> they don't They're have Like hands. closed toes Close, sort of maybe pointy-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Flipper hands. It sounds like cloves, like it should have something to do with cloves, but... Mm, they don't look like clover it does, hands. It doesn't look like cloves. No, they look like no. club hoof look hands. look like pig hands, p- pig <laughs> hooves. Yeah. All right. Anyway. I think we got to the bottom of it. Yes. Uh, and the black man says, kill the slayer. Yeah, still, big picture. He hands the fast food worker a dollar, gets his drink, and then change. And the other man says, the slayer, I'm going to rip her spine from her body. Oh, that's hard to do. Yeah, you're going to lose your voice. <laughs> and I'm going to eat her heart and suck the marrow from oh, her Oh, gosh. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> this guy's a oh, little good. too hungry. He's got he is, yeah. I think he's got to order like a number five or something. You know, well, he over. doesn't order anything. Well, Just, that's his issue. Yeah. You got to get himself um, a crispy chicken sandwich with some fries. Yeah, you know? and be delighted to have be it. Be delighted and walk away happy. I'm yes. pretty sure that's well, their slogan. Well, because he's got, you know. <laughs> Club clove, feet, too. Clove feet, probably. <laughs> it's probably hard for him to walk. I don't know. He gets pretty athletic a little later. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Uh, so the black man smacks his lips and he's like, now I'm hungry. And then he vamps out. He grabs the fast food worker by his shirt, <laughs> pulls him out of the, yeah. pulls him out of the window and in, half into the limousine. Right. This would be me because I worked at McDonald's drive-thru for a little bit, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 Imagine this was you. Imagine yeah. this happened to you one night. That would have been a rough night. I would have hated it. It would have been a rough, <laughs> probably worse than your night last night, I would imagine. Yeah, I would think so. It's because you were out of popcorn, huh? Oh, no. We got plenty of that. Well, Why I'm would you hungry. do this to yourself? <laughs> as soon as you say popcorn, you know what happens. I Popping know. stuff comes out. <sighs> I become cloven hooved. Cloven hooved popping jarred. <laughs> Okay, anyway, <laughs> car zooms off with the boy's legs kicking out the window. <laughs> Camera stops on the Happy Burger mascot with its yeah. mouth wide open to take another bite from a very red burger. If I got a burger that red, I'd be like, mm, this, is, this needs Let's to cook go back this a little in. more. Okay. Yeah. And then we get the intro credits. And back from the intro, Buffy and Angel are dancing at the bronze to the background by Third Eye Blind. 
Buffy tells Angel she misses him um, as Oz, Willow, Cordelia, and Xander watch them from a table nearby, their faces devoid of any expression. Buffy's clotter ring falls from her finger and Angel picks it up and looks very sadly and hurt at her. Yeah. Um, she has a flashback to thrusting the sword into him in the mansion, which happens like 10 times this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't uh, forget what happened, you know? Yeah. Very important. Uh, back in the bronze, she looks at Angel. So the flashback is over. Uh, she looks at Angel and she says, I had to. He grips the ring tightly and blood begins to drip from his fist. And he says, I loved you. Then a blood stain appears where she thrusts the sword into him and he yells, go to hell. <laughs> then his face suddenly green and decaying as he laughs. Yeah. And says, <laughs> I did. <laughs> this was a cool effect. I like yeah. the blood coming out of the chest. I thought that was effective. Yeah. But then his uh, face goes like Frankenbrother's face. Yeah. 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 Or kind of like uh, if you remember the uh, poltergeist, how that one time... Oh, like yeah. he turns He's and like mirror. his face is all decaying. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They're having a lot of fun with that effect here. Well, it's uh, effective. Works, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Buffy wakes up from her nightmare and examines the clotter ring that Angel gave her uh, that she had stored in her nightstand on a necklace chain. Then her mom enters to bring her into another nightmare meeting with Snidey. Rut row. Rut yeah. row. And right off the bat, Snyder calls her Missy. Yes. Which sends me, Caught you that. know, sends my rage skyrocketing. Right. Uh, and he sets the terms for her reentry. Buffy must pass a makeup test for every class that she skipped out on last year. She has to provide a letter of recommendation from a faculty member that is not an English librarian. Oh, come on. Come on. This list of demands is ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> and she has to complete an interview with the school psychologist to make sure her quote violent tendencies are under control mm. and the whole time uh he's talking buffy is playing with a sharp letter opener that she grabs from his desk which he comes around to take away from her yeah no sharp talking ob objects exactly mm -hmm. joyce tells snyder she doesn't like his attitude nobody and buffy does. says huh nobody does nobody does Buffy says, so let me get this straight. I'm really back in school because the school board overruled you. Wow, that's like having your whole ability to do this job called into question. Oh, boy. And Joy says, I think what my daughter's trying to say is, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I rolled my eyes at that. I was like, very unprofessional, Joyce. I know I we all want to stick it to Snyder, but come on. <laughs> I kind of liked it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if it were me, I would have been like, I think what Buffy's trying to say is, up yours, you tiny troll. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think, it, I think I'd keep it uh, very professional. Mm. And in that way, really stick it to him, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. You'd give him the old raspberry, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you would do yep <laughs> and then i throw some popcorn at him because i always have a little popcorn in my purse you know for <laughs> you emergencies. got a little bit <laughs> right <laughs> you're like and i was gonna eat that later <laughs> uh the ladies leave his office and his secretary buzzes him to say that the mayor is on the line for him and he doesn't look very happy about that oh no mayor's upset he didn't in put the, the dishes away 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, now he lives with the mayor too and yeah. the chief of police. Right, right. Oh, yeah, I forgot it's the chief of police. Yeah, all three of them. Three's company. They all yeah. live in a nice well, you know, uh, duplex somewhere. That's the know? only way you can afford a nice place in Sunnydale. Obviously. Actually, it's probably the opposite <laughs> because <laughs> death rate's so high. Right. In the library, Giles asked Buffy to recount what happened with Angel and Akathla so that he can perform a binding spell and make sure Akathla stays dormant. And Willow is put out when he won't let her help with the magics. Buffy rushes off to take an English makeup exam and Willow starts to nerd out about magical herbs when Giles becomes concerned. He says, these forces are not something that one plays around with, Willow. What have you been conjuring? And she says, nothing much. You know, I tried this spell to cure Angel and I guess that was a bust. But then, but since then, you know, small stuff, floating feather, fire out of ice, which next time I won't do on the bedspread. So she's clearly getting more and more into this and he's a little bit leery about that. Yeah, yeah. She's trying out the witchy arts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The magics. The magics. We cut to the bronze and the band playing is Darling Violetta playing mm. the song Cure. It's a nice band name. Yeah. People are dancing, one couple a little bit more energetically than the others. Yeah. And Willow and Oz are making out on a couch as Buffy interrupts with beverages. So much PDA. What's this? uh, Who runs this bronze? That's what I want to (laughs) know. I mean, that's what they're there for, you know? To make out on the the make-out couch? Yeah. The snogging couch? Ooh, yes. Snogging couch. Yeah. The Mm. love seat? (laughs) 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 Scott Hope arrives and uh, he apparently is also not so good at secret ops because he admits Willow told him to come around then so that he'd run into Buffy. (laughs) (laughs) Smooth. Um, Scott asks Buffy to dance and she awkwardly tries to find like a non-hurtful way to decline, but he politely takes the pressure off of her by saying, I'm just going to go stand by the dance floor. If you change your mind, you can mosey on over. And if not, then you don't mosey. No harm, no foul, right? And he walks away. This guy seems like he's hanging out with Oz. He's going to the Oz school of like suave, you know? Yeah. He's well, like, he's a little just, more verbose know, than Oz. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I will say later he does something that I think is very un-Oz, but we'll get uh, to that. Okay. And Willow's kind of disappointed. She goes, come on, Buffy. I mean, the guy is charm and normal, which is what you wanted to get back to. And then Oz says, plus bonus points for your use of the word mosey. Mosey, yeah. You know what Scott should say? What? You're my last hope. Because that's his name. Yeah. I would say Buffy should say that to Scott. Yeah, you're right. That makes more sense. Take two. Take two. You know what Buffy should say? (laughs) (laughs) What, Pat? (laughs) You're my last hope. Uh, Uh, Nailed it. (laughs) First try. Buffy tells him that she just doesn't think she's ready, and Xander and Cordelia approach, Cordy pointing out the wildly dancing couple and calling the girl Slutorama. Not cool, Cordy. And Disco Dave. And Disco Dave, yes. Funny story about Disco Dave's. Yeah. I used to have a delivery guy in college who would deliver from a uh, Chinese place called Tiki Tiki. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And the the delivery guy's name was Disco Dave. And uh, he used to show up, deliver your food, and then do a little dance at the door. And everybody, yeah, everybody knew of Disco Dave. You're like, oh, you got to order from Tiki Tiki. The uh, food was terrible, but it was the cheapest in town. And Disco Dave would show up, deliver your food, and do a little dance. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's well, a great way to earn tips. Right. That, so I tipped him five bucks and he couldn't believe it. And he didn't give me a dance because he was so thrown back by my <laughs> excellent tip. It was like a $9 meal. And I, yeah. I was like, well, you know, here's 15 or whatever, you know. And he's like, yeah. wait, what? And I was like, yeah, you're all set. Like, thanks. And he's like, whoa, no way, man. Thanks. And then I didn't get my little disco dance. And I was so bummed out. You should have yelled, wait. I want the dance, Dave. The dance was <laughs> worth the $5. Yeah. Mm. So anyways, oh. that's my disco Dave story. That's great. <laughs> Is that I fun? Wish, oh, my God. I wish that I had something like that. I wish yeah. I could experience that well, sort of you know thrill what? in You're, my life. You uh, married a Dave, so perhaps you can turn him oh, into a Oh, he's definitely a disco, disco Dave. Dave. He's for sure a disco yeah. Dave. He needs no, you know, he needs no prompting to dance. Yeah, so just give him some food and have him act out Disco Dave. <laughs> Delivery guy. <laughs> have him come to the door. But, yeah, but just why? ring the doorbell and then do it's a dance. It's too hot out. Just do it, Dave. Come just on. Dance. Quit being a stick in the mud, will ya? He would do it. He's a good sport. (laughs) Yeah, he would. (laughs) Um, But anyway, I don't like her use of the word slut. It's the second time that that slut was used in this episode. Xander Mm -hmm. says it earlier. Right. They're just throwing her around like hotcakes. Yeah. And like this girl isn't dressed any more provocatively than either Cordy or Buffy have dressed in the past or even in this episode. Right. They just think that she's a threat to their sexiness. I guess. And she's been dancing with only one guy all night. Exactly. Dave. No sluttiness about it. I don't know what makes her a slut and I don't like it. Just catty. Catty girls. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Catty Cordy. Catty Cordy. Uh, so she, Buffy watches the guy and her slayer senses tingle. A Mm -hmm. vampire, perhaps? Mayhaps. She watches the couple leave the bronze and heads after them, stopped by Scott, who thinks that she's approaching him to dance. (laughs) Poor Scott. (laughs) Uh, when she gets outside, her slayerettes are right behind her. Xander pulls out a stake as they follow the sounds of a struggle, and they see the guy, a vamp indeed, has a girl up against a chain link fence. But uh, this girl can handle herself, Pat. Yeah. Right she away, I was like, another... S- well, go ahead. I won't spoil it. She, Yeah. So she introduces herself <laughs> as Faith, and Oz observes, I'm going to go out on a limb and say there's a new Slayer in town. That's what I was going out on a limb saying just now. I was yeah. like, another Slayer already? They wow. just kill Kindra off like that, and they replace her with this bring it on girl? Yeah, let's bring it on, girl. <laughs> uh, Faith continues fighting the vamp and then borrows Buffy's stake, dusts him, and hands Buffy back the stake, saying, Thanks, B. Couldn't have done it without you. B. Nobody calls Buffy B. Mm. So, mm. yeah, so this is what I'm surprised about because you didn't guess that uh, that there would be another, there no, would be I another didn't. slayer. I should have. But she was in Bring It On. You're right about that. <laughs> Which I find really funny that like, <laughs> you know that movie so well. <laughs> no, I don't. Amy actually pointed it out. I recognize it when she pointed oh, it out though. Okay. I was like, oh yeah, you're right. I feel like she sounds super Canadian. Yeah. Eh? Um, In this, but she's actually from Boston. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Go figure. Uh, it's Eliza Dushku, by the way. Dushku, Her, that's is right. the actress's name. Yes. Yeah. And yes, she was in Bring It On. Right. Which is funny because Sarah Michelle Gellar as Buffy was a cheerleader. And now you got, you know, Liza Dushku, Bring It On. 
also it hasn't, hasn't happened yet but she's also in true lies with uh arnold schwarzenegger which i just oh. watched a couple weeks ago i think i talked about it on the podcast yeah, yeah. i think you did liza dushku is in it liza dushku well it's, check i'm it glad out. you didn't say that because i might have leaky but i probably wouldn't have leaky bucketed but mm, yeah maybe but i probably if i had watched it would have been like huh look at this look at this too funny too funny anyway <laughs> we come back to the bronze after a commercial break where faith is holding court telling some saucy slayer stories yeah involving her fighting vamps in the nude oh boy xander listening very intently. very intently yeah <laughs> he's leaning in oh yeah he wants to know all the details yeah she tears into a muffin and says, God, I could eat a horse. Isn't it crazy how slaying just always makes you hungry and horny? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and everyone looks at Buffy, who is very uncomfortable. And She's she like, says, ah, crap, they're on to me. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, sometimes I crave a nonfat yogurt afterwards. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> and Faith says, Faith says that she dropped in to meet Buffy while her watcher is on a retreat in England. Uh, she asked Buffy if she really used a rocket launcher, but when Buffy begins to tell the story, Xander interrupts with his not-so-passive perviness to ask for more stories from Faith, right. hoping for more nudity. And Cordelia's like, Xander, find a new theme. I don't understand the stories about nudity. Like, what's that really doing for you? Uh, well, it's getting Xander's attention. I guess Xander's he just has a very active imagination. He's <laughs> just painting yeah. the picture. Needs the well, beats. He said in previous in a previous episode when they were hunting down the rocket launcher yeah. that even linoleum makes him <laughs> think True. about sex. Right. So okay. <laughs> Dave just quoted that to me a little while ago because he's uh, he's a little behind on the podcast and he's catching up now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's really behind. <laughs> Faith tells them about wrestling with an alligator and then asks Buffy what her toughest kill was. Buffy flashes again to Killing Angel, but instead asks the group if they remembered the three. Um, do you oh, remember yeah. the three? Oh, I remember the three. Wasn't that uh, season one finale? Or close to? Nope. No, nah, I'm way off. Uh, I remember I the mean, three. It was the one with the... the yeah, I remember it. <laughs> what, what, what were they now? Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. <laughs> Let me rattle this brain around here. Dust off some cobwebs. All mm-hmm. right, there was something with the tomb. Okay, there okay. was Vamp Giles. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> right? Didn't he find find? Uh, whatever. <laughs> Why don't you fill me in here? <laughs> <laughs> so the three. Yeah. Uh, is the um, the master sent these three super strong vampires to kill Buffy. Angel intervened, and then they went back to her house, and that's when he takes his shirt off, and he's got a cut. And they, Oh, they yeah, yeah, his... the bug guy. Yeah. Uh, right. no, no. No? Bug guy he is was the Order one of, of the three. No, the bug guy is the Order of Taraka. Oh. Which was also three assassins, but yeah. they rotate that's out. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's what I thought you might be thinking of. So, so what's the I... three? <laughs> the three are <laughs> like three super strong vampires that oh, were okay. sent after Buffy early on. This was this Kendra. was no. You're still <laughs> this was season one. <laughs> yeah, I Kendra know. Order of Tarasa season two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. The Order of Taraka was sent by Spike. Right. The three were sent by the master, and then when they fail in their mission, they go back to the master and offer up their lives in penance because they failed, and Darla stakes them. Okay. 
She's Got like it. super happy about staking them. Totally remember all of that. Came back to me in a flash. Sure. Sure. Oz interrupts and asks how Faith feels about werewolves. Werewolves? Oh, God. It's going to be. You said the, the magic rest, word, Sammy. The rest of the I can't show. help it. It's going to yeah. be the rest of the fucking show. I'm going to have to hear this. Werewolf? Great. War. Or until Oz dies, as you say. Uh, werewolf funeral. <laughs> That's going to be a hairy situation. Yeah, it is. Uh, she says. Hey, as long as you don't go scratching at me or humping my leg, we're five by five, you know? What's five by five mean? Cool. We're five by five. We're cool. But why Why five by five? What's I have mean? no idea. Okay. All right. I was like- I mean, it's better than being four by five. Five by five is 25. I did the math. And I was like, still don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> five feet by five feet? I don't know. Right. Perfectly square. Like a perfect square. square. We're square. Yeah. That's what we're it is. Square. We're square. That's it. Look at this. Look at this. We're doing the work for everybody here on you're Earth. You're welcome. If you yeah, ever you're welcome, were like, Earth. what the hell does five by five mean? Right, which was now about eighty you percent know. of the audience, and now they could all have know. been two by two, but five by five just sounds better. Hey, if we're five by five, we're square. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. All right. And it's hip to be square. It's hip to be square. <laughs> Uh, so then she tells Buffy that they're going to have fun, watcherless and fancy free. But we mm -hmm. cut to the library and Giles was not invited to this watcher's retreat, nah. which seems crazy to me. He seems like the watcher. Yeah, like he could like, be king of all watchers. Right. He's the only one. Well, I guess one of two now that has an active slayer. He should be the guest of honor. They yeah. should put him on a fancy chair. And right. Like bring him in. Like, what are those things called when you, you have people picking up the chair? Chair on uh, handles? Yeah. Like, yeah, what are those called? Yeah. Chair on handles. It's Handle chairs. There's definitely a name for it. But he should be on one of those things, <laughs> and it should say Rupert Giles, Watcher of the Watcher! Century. Oh! Yeah, exactly. Or at least generation. Right. Yeah. Watcher they of should the year, wine you know? and dine him, feed him grapes. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway, Faith calls Giles young and cute, and Buffy, grossed out, says, raise your hand if ew, and she raises her hand, and Xander starts to, but then, like, scratches his head because nobody else is raising their hand. Right, yeah, and I would definitely not raise my hand because he is not ew, Buffy. He is a catch. Yeah, and Willow doesn't raise her hand. I don't know if you notice that. No, nah, she uh Put she a knows. pin in that, Pat. She knows. She knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Giles tells him that two people have disappeared from the Sunset Ridge district and hands the two slayers a newspaper. Buffy says that she'll patrol after dinner, which she reluctantly invites Faith to. Willow asks Buffy about another makeup exam, and before Buffy can ask her for help, Willow offers to hang out with Faith instead. Uh, Willow, Xander, Faith exit the library. Faith telling Giles they'll talk weapons. And Buffy is feeling a little bit jelly. A little jelly. A little jelly. A little jelly uh, toast. Giles again tries to ask her for more details about Angel and Akathla, but Buffy gets a little bit testy and leaves the library. Yeah. In the hall, Willow and Xander are giving, a fa are giving Faith a tour of the school, recounting the crazy things that have happened to them. Xander says, and they say young people don't learn anything in high school nowadays, but uh, I've learned to be afraid. Faith observes that Buffy 
is wound a little tight and needs to find the fun. And then she bumps into Scott as she's getting water. They chat a little bit, just long enough for Buffy to walk in on the scene and be even more jelly of fate. Uh-oh. Meow. Uh, Willow suggests that maybe Faith and Scott will hit it off if Buffy is done with him, which is another foot in mouth moment. Yeah, for you Willow. done? You done with that guy or what? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. And she's like, not that you, not that you're using him. And Buffy says that she hadn't said no to him forever. She just wanted to consider things carefully. And Willow says, you really do need to find the fun, B. And when Buffy gives her a look, she finishes Buffy. Yeah, uh, B. Buffy. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Buffy loops her arm into Faith's and pulls her away, leaving Scott looking disappointed. And Faith asking Buffy if he's seeing anybody. Faith and hope. There's a nice ring to that. Hmm. There might be a reason there's a nice ring to that. Hmm. That's what I like to call a teaser. That's what I like to call leaky buckets. Mm, no. Mm, yeah, something think. going on. Something going on. And two are a tag team. No. <laughs> okay. Good to know. We'll find out later. Yeah, we will. Cut to a warehouse. We finally see the face of the hidden cloven hand demon guy. He's a vamp with a goatee and a per- and perma yellow eyes, like this yeah. wall back here behind me. Yes. Same color. <laughs> but half of his face is still in shadow and we learn that his companion the swanky black vamp is Mm -hmm. named mr trick 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 faith hope trick trick and he tells him that he's going to set up a high-speed internet global human ordering service for vampires which sounds great yeah something i feel like that was an idea that we had early on perhaps and the milky-eyed guy. <laughs> milky-eyed. Oh, sorry. We don't know that he has a milky eye yet. <laughs> oh, Other wait guy, for the big reveal. <laughs> cloven hand guy doesn't yeah. care. He wants the blood of a slayer. Mm-hmm. Mr. Trick tells him, this town already has a slayer, which means there's two, which also means cloven hand guy is looking for Faith, not Buffy, because hmm. he didn't know that there was another slayer already in right. this town. He says well, he'll kill all the slayers, a hundred slayers. Yeah. She's going to pay for what he did to him. And that's when we see the big old nasty lightning scar. bolt scar over Crossed his, his eye. eye. Which caused him to have a one milky eye. milky eye. One milky eye. <laughs> <laughs> one milky eye. We love the scar face with the milky eye to go with it. Uh, <laughs> so gross. Um, it's kind of like a much bigger, angrier Harry Potter scar. Oh, much? Yeah. It's more like... Um, yeah, I was going to say Scar. <laughs> yeah, more yeah. like Scar. Yeah. yeah. Did Scar have a milky eye? No, I, I, I don't know if it was milky. I think it was darker or something. Or was it yellow? Or was his other it eye It might have been yellow. Yeah. Something like that. Like There's this something wall up behind with me. It. I think he had like the vertical pupil sort of thing. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe all cats have that. I don't know. I think so. It's been a while since I've seen Lion King. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> you know, you just can't watch Lion King. That's not one of the ones that you go back and watch all the time. No. The the canyon scene is too much. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. The little cat is just going up to his dad, Simba and his dad. And Why are we talking dad? about Lion King? I don't know. You brought it up. You brought it up. <laughs> you definitely brought up Scar. 
Yeah. Anyway. Some great musical numbers, though. Oh, Can't wait yeah. to be king. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, the opening. No. Nas Venya. Be prepared. Oh, Hyenas. That's a good one. I always like the villain songs. A Wumbaway. I don't know what that says about me, but. Yeah, it means you're possibly Nazi sympathizer. <laughs> Whoa, excuse me. That's what that the is hyenas, a leap. That's what the hyenas were based upon. That is. The Nazis. A leap. Sammy Joe. Okay, well, I just liked Scar's I'll song. I had a good one. beat to it, <laughs> and I had a good beat. Huh? Like religious freedom. Mm, yeah. Oh, to a certain point, though. <laughs> well, I like the free. I like freedom. I don't like to be pressured into leaflet right, reading, right. as as established <laughs> last episode. <laughs> that uh, is encroaching upon my freedoms. Yeah. 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 Okay, um, let's move this off. This has made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel very attacked. I feel very attacked. <laughs> All right, keep going. And I think that you should be prepared to... <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know. Scar and the Horde's going to come after me? Stampede! <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do now. I'm yeah. backed into a corner. Okay, sure Mr. Are. Trick tells his scarred companion... That he's running computer checks on hotels and motels and hostels to find faith when the doorbell rings and a pizza delivery guy is there, but they don't care about the pizza, Pat. They don't care about the pizza? No, they, they want the pizza want the boy. Delivery boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shot yeah. made me laugh a lot when they just <laughs> open the door and he just snatches them. Yeah. He doesn't like really look, he, puts he just kind of grabs them. And grabs them. <laughs> and he goes, the pizza boy's here, like, boys. Yeah. <laughs> if only this guy did a little disco Very dance. funny. Oh, if only that would have danced. He would have danced his way right out of that. He would have been like, ah, da, 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 hold on. Before hold on. you eat me, I've got a little performance I'd like to do for you all today. Thank you. He does a big bow. Mm-hmm. And then he just starts disco dancing, you know? Right out the door. Hands to the waist in the sky. Waist in the sky. <laughs> disco <laughs> dancing. <laughs> disco Dave. And then he dances right out of the warehouse. And they're so entranced that yeah. they just let it happen. Yeah, they just watch it happen with a smile on their face, and as soon as he gets out the door, they go, wow, that was good. Duh, nuts. God, it <laughs> yeah. happened again. All right, call Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, at the Summers residence, Joyce is fascinated by Faith, who seems to have a far more positive attitude towards slang than her daughter does. Yeah. Joyce goes into the kitchen to get Faith more soda, and Buffy follows her mom in, needing a break from Faith. Joyce says that she likes Faith, and Buffy says she's very personable. She gets along with my friends, my watcher, my mom, and then she like leans back to look into the dining room at Faith, who is like she's eating the fries off of down. Buffy's <laughs> plate. <laughs> yeah. and she says, look, now she's getting along with my fries. <laughs> yeah, she's eating it like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. It's really funny. Um, yeah, and she's not even, like, putting stuff on her plate first. She's just, like, grabbing from all of the serving plates. <laughs> just getting it all into her face. She is somebody who would not string the cheese. No, she wouldn't. She would she chow would eat, right down on she that She would cheese. just eat the whole string cheese in one bite. She'd just cram it down. Yep. Like, get right the down the cheese gullet. down my gullet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take the time to string it. <laughs> And then Buffy says, plus at school today, she was making eyes at my not boyfriend. This is creepy. <laughs> and then she says that she feels like she's being single white femaled. Did you get this reference? This is a movie with Julia Roberts? No. No. 
Demi Moore? No. Uh, Jennifer Lopez? No. <laughs> Jennifer <laughs> Jason Meg Lee Ryan. is in it. <laughs> oh, Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah, yeah so get my <laughs> And Bridget you know, Fonda. My way there. Oh, and Bridget Fonda. <laughs> yeah, so it's a reference to the 1992 thriller Single White Female yeah, with Bridget Fonda, Jennifer Jason Lee. That's funny to me that you have never seen this. Because... Because of a movie of a that movie. I shot once yes. was very similar in plot to it. Yes, well, I, I remember as that I conversation. I was typing it out. Yeah, so it's a woman <laughs> breaks up with her fiance and yeah. puts an ad in the paper for a new roommate, and then the roommate <laughs> she ends up bringing in becomes obsessed with her. Yeah, um, it's based on the novel SWF, which is single white female seeks same by John Lutz. Right, and yeah, the plot felt really familiar to me. I was like, why does this feel? Oh. <laughs> Once upon a time, I was a cinematographer on a short film that was very similar to this. <laughs> <laughs> and it was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> you have possibly seen scenes from it. Yeah. So I wonder if uh, this was a, if that movie was a direct rip from this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Could Who be. Who knows? Anyway, um, there's no way that, you know, single white female could be nearly as good as the movie no. that you helped to bring. <laughs> no, clearly, it could not hold a candle. <laughs> but I do kind of want to see this movie now because I was yeah. like, oh, damn, this sounds pretty good. I do want to see it. Yeah, because I've heard it referenced many a times. So yeah. I'd like to see it. I hadn't. You I never hadn't. heard it referenced? I don't think so. Oh, I've heard it. Or if referenced. I did, it just, I don't know, didn't occur yeah. to me. But. This time, and and honestly, when I watched the the episode the first time, I was like, "Oh, that must be something." I don't know. But then when I watched it the second time to take my notes, I was like, "That really feels like it's probably a reference to a movie or a TV show yeah. or something." You know, some form of media. Yes. Um, and yeah, then I was like, "Ooh, I kind of want to watch this. Maybe that could be another episode for us." Perhaps. Joyce suggests that maybe Faith take over slaying for Buffy. And then Buffy is like, no one can take over for me. And the only way that a new sl- a new Slayer is called is if the um the old Slayer dies, accidentally revealing that Faith could only be here if she had died. Yeah. She leaky buckets about her death. Yeah, and Joyce yeah. freaks out, and she's like, "Oh, I hate your life." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but Buffy calms her down by reassuring her that she knows how to do her job, and she now has help. Then we cut to an alley that night. Buffy and Faith are patrolling and being kind of passive aggressive towards each other until Mm, Faith finally asks Buffy if she's so wound up because of, quote, the angel thing um, that Willow and Xander told her that angel was a big love, big loss, that Buffy needs to deal and move on, but she's not. And then they get very close to some chick fighting. Oh, yeah. They're but squaring Vamps, up. They're five yeah, by fiving they're five up. They're five by fiving up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but vamps show up to ruin the party. Yeah. And Faith starts to go to town on one vamp, yelling, my dead mother hits harder than that, <laughs> and <laughs> leaves Buffy to take care of the rest. Yeah. Buffy tries to call her for help, but she's too into punching this vamp. Um, she's and then, bludgeoning his face. Yeah. Smashing it down. Yeah. I don't know what could be left of him, but- yeah. She's got some stuff to work out. She does. Yeah. Buffy is then like crawling, trying to get a plank of sharp wood as he as she's like pinned down by two vamps. One of them says, for caquistos we live, for caquistos <laughs> you die. And she yeah, calls well, again. 
Oh, good. When he, when he was saying caquistos, it, just, it was making me think of taquitos, and I was starting <laughs> to get really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Ah, uh, I love me some taquitos. That's funny. Yeah. Wait a minute. Just hold okay. that thought, okay? Put a pin in it? Put a pin in it. All right. Uh, she calls again for Faith to help her, but Faith is still wailing on that vamp. Buffy finally gets to the plank of wood, slaps one of the vamps with it, and then kicks the other, turns to yell at Faith again, stakes one of the vamps with her plank of wood, and then runs over to stake Faith's vamp. Uh, and we're going to do some lines here. Okay. Okay. So we're just going to start from Buffy saying, what is wrong with you? So I'll be Buffy, you be Faith. Okay. Okay. What is wrong with you? What are you talking about? I'm talking about you living large on that vampire. Gee, if doing violence to vampires upsets you, I think you're in the wrong line of work. Yeah, or maybe you like it a little too much. I was getting the job done. The job is to slay demons, not beat them to a bloody pulp while their friends corner me. I thought you could handle it yourself. <sighs> Faith walks off. Buffy sighs. And then we cut to school the next day. Buffy complains to Giles about Faith, and he stops short of calling her jealous, but Buffy catches his drift, agrees with him, and still insists that Faith maybe needs help mentally. She's not yeah, playing with the whole deck, right. she says. Yeah. Especially when you turn a vamp's face into Play-Doh. Yeah. Yeah. Giles says that he'll call her watcher at the retreat. Buffy tells him the vampires mentioned something about kissing toast. He lived for kissing toast. And Giles says, you mean Kakistos? Buffy <laughs> says, maybe it was taquitos. Maybe he lived for taquitos. Uh, I missed this. So you missed How that? How did I miss this? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I literally wrote, Kakistos making me hungry for taquitos. <laughs> and then this happens like two scenes later. I must have been typing something. Yeah, you must have. Or maybe not. Maybe I just, you know, phased out. Yeah. And then you know, Giles I... says, Kakistos again. Heads into the library with Buffy following him. And he explains, Kakistos is Greek. It means the worst of the worst. Actually, it really just means the worst in Greek. Oh. Um, it's also the name of a vampire so old that his hands and feet are cloven. See? Feet are cloven too. Cloven. Cloven. Buffy suggests that Faith and Kakistos are connected, saying, Giles, there are two things that I don't believe in. Coincidence and leprechauns. We're going to do some more lines here. Okay. Okay. So who do I get to be? Giles. You'll be Giles. All right. Giles, there are two things that I don't believe in, coincidence and leprechauns. Well, Buffy, it's entirely possible that they both arrived here by chance simultaneously. Okay. But I was right about the leprechauns, right? As far as I know, yes. Good. Okay, you get England on the phone. I'm going to talk to Faith, see if khaki trousers... Kakistos. Kakistos rings, <laughs> rings a bell or an alarm. Then right. she she heads out of the library and she's on a mission again. And of course, she runs into Scott again. <laughs> yep. He makes Old a Scotty. final effort to ask her out saying one more is going to qualify a stocking. And he invites her to a Buster Keaton film festival, which she agrees to. Oh boy. What a bore. Then, what? Buster Keaton movies. Come on. Oh my God. I thought you said what a whore. <laughs> what you said what a bore. come on how many episodes have we done here was that something i would say i don't know anymore <laughs> jeez maybe you're so hungry for taquitos for taquitos just filth comes spilling out of my mouth come yeah. on <laughs> no i said what a bore 
these Keaton movies. I mean, they're like from the 30s, 40s, you know? Yeah, I've never seen any of them. It's just, you know, it's kind of like Charlie Chaplin-esque, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't go out of my way. But if the cute boy asked me. 90s? So many good movies coming out. I would be like, yeah, okay, I'll give it a shot. You just kind of want a place to go snog, anywho. Exactly. Right. You know, bronze can't be the only place. It's probably kind of empty, too, Buster Keaton Film Festival. (laughs) Nobody's going to that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes more sense. There we go. So we're on track. Yep. Then he ruins everything by giving her a clotter ring. Yeah. I was like, "Uh uh-oh, moving a little too fast there, Scotty. Yeah. A little too much hope in your step. Too much. Okay. We got a stage five clinger, everybody. Take it easy. <laughs> Life in the fast lane. Yikes, pal. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what I meant. This is something that Oz would not do. Oz no. is way too cool for this, okay? Yeah. This was too, what what was the word they used? Verbose? This is too verbose. <laughs> Did you say that? Uh, I mean, this, well, that's when he talk. <laughs> that's talking a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is, this is moving too fast. Too fast, too quickly. Too fast, too furious. <laughs> too furious. <laughs> too soon, yeah. Scott. Too soon. Yeah, you got to work. I really want to wanna like you, Scott, but yeah. you haven't even been on a date with her yet. Okay, mm. don't give a girl presents until right. at least after the first date. Also, she's got background with the clotter ring. He doesn't know this. He doesn't know this. Scotty, Scotty doesn't know. Is that the song? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so he says, the guy in the retro shop said that it represents friendship, and that's something I would very much like to have with you. And she opens the box, drops it, spirals into an anxiety attack, saying, mm-hmm. I can't do this. And she starts breathing rapidly. Scott picks it up, says, I get the message, and walks off. Yeah, don't. Yeah, uh-huh. just Don't just go giving girls gifts that you haven't like wait until like at least the second or third date you know yeah gifts and, unless it's like a yeah. thing like oh this is funny we saw this buster keaton film i don't know there's right. a scene with a funny mouse in it i don't know and you so give her here's a, little a mouse. mouse yeah you know right. that's cute that's cute but you still wait till after the date right you gotta have a connection you gotta have a reason okay yeah, not just you can't a... just worm your way in with a ring no All that's right? weird Right, that's Jerry even Springer a stuff. Ring, even if you get a ring after the first, that's just like, you, yeah, can't, ring? Get, you can't get a girl a yeah. ring. Right, even a box of chocolates would have been creepy. Yeah. But wh- a but ring? Much more. Okay. A clatter ring, which is like you wear it so it points to your heart where it's like, I'm taken. That's yeah. like very much kind of like a promise ring sort of deal. Yeah. You know? It's very, very important. You know what I'm saying? Did you get Amy a promise ring? No, I got her clatter ring. But was that a promise ring? Nah, not really. Just I wasn't with... promising nothing. <laughs> Gotta work Whoa. for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, we were dating for a Is while before I got the clatter ring. Let me work it. <laughs> yeah, work it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he takes off. Giles finds Buffy in a state of shock and reaches out to her asking if she's okay. And she calms down and then he tells her, Faith's watcher is dead. He's like, okay, now that you're slightly calm again, let me drop this bomb on you. Yeah, let's talk about this real quick. Poof. Poof. Then we cut to a room in a cheap motel. Faith is flirting with the manager. Is she telling, flirting, though? 
Well, I guess she's flirting bit. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because she's telling him that she'll pay the 18 she owes him tomorrow. And he's like, look, I'm not the owner. And she's like, yeah, but I bet you will be. Oh, right. Yeah, and he's you're like, right. not if I listen to broads like you. <laughs> I love this guy's look, too. He's like schlubby dude. Big so schlubby, schlubby dude. With this like guy's kind of been a, in a lot of stuff. Has he? Yeah. You looked him up? I looked him up. Yeah. Um, of course, I don't remember background? any of it now. But it was all stuff that I was like, oh, Pat would have probably seen this. <laughs> Let me let me just tell you. Okay. John Ennis is his mm-hmm. name. Okay. And he was in Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Walk Hard. That's a good one. Eight-Legged Freaks, Zodiac. <laughs> okay. Oh, I like Zodiac. Who's he playing Zodiac? Terry Pascoe. Mm, don't recognize the name. I don't recognize the name either. I don't think I've seen Zodiac, which is crazy. I know. You have to see Zodiac. I know I I do. It is a modern classic. 2007, David Fincher, Robert Downey Jr., Jake Gyllenhaal. Star Wars Resistance. I don't know what that is. Probably a uh, TV series. Yeah. You haven't seen that? It's Star Wars. I don't watch all Star Wars things, not the cartoons. He was in Momster. Momster, Ooh, okay. That sounds like something I would have created. All right. I guess he's been in a couple of things. He's been in a lot of stuff. I'm just not even reading some of it to you. Okay. Because I don't even know any of these things. But Adam ruins everything. Weren't you just talking about this show? <laughs> no. I, I was uh, saying Nathan for you. Oh, and the other one was Joe Rogan. Questions, Questions everything. Questions everything. Oh, my yeah. God. There's so many everything ruins shows. Ruins everything. Um. All right, get off of his IMDb. <laughs> stupid bitch. That was a TV series, apparently, that he was in. It's called Stupid B-Word. <laughs> oh, my God, you can't even say it. <laughs> sure I can. I just keep it clean, you know? Uh, obituary burglars. Obituary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, you could say it that time. Anyway... He's right. been in a lot of things. I'm not okay. even down to 2000. Now I got just got down to 2007. Okay, so he's like uh, he's he's just a character actor. He moves yeah. in and out, small parts. Small. Gotcha. Oh small wow, parts. that's a mean thing to say about a man. All right, take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> anyway, small <Anyways>. parts. <laughs> yeah, he's dressed. Uh, he's got a. He's got a white tank top on. We don't want to call him wife beaters. That's not an okay thing no, to say. No, we anymore. don't say that on the podcast. But that's Mm-mm. that's what they used to be colloquially called. I know. Everybody used to call him that. I know. It's not like this fucked guy, up. Like you yeah. wouldn't even think about it. Yeah. You wouldn't even think about it. Called. Like that's just what they were called. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you would go into Target and get a pack of wife beaters, but right. basically. You wouldn't ask the clerk, where's your wife beater section? <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> if you did, this is the guy that's going to show up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Buffy walks in and asks Faith what she knows about caquistos, taquitos. <laughs> and Faith nervously starts packing up, tells Buffy to mind her own business. Buffy asks if he killed her watcher, and Faith says they don't have a word for what he did to her. Oof. Yikes. Chilling. A, yeah, chilling. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. That'd be great right about now. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could use a little chilling. <laughs> could use a little chilling. There's a knock at Faith's door, and she sees the manager looking very strung out yeah. through the peephole. And she opens the door, and Kakistos drops the manager. Dead. Oh. And Kakistos grabs Faith's throat, but Buffy pulls her free, throwing Faith back into the room, closes, closes the door on Kakistos' arm. 
man, that's a hard word to say. <laughs> um, and he pulls his arm back. So she locks the door and then he punches through the door and the girls run into the bathroom, kick out the bathroom window, jump into the alley behind the motel. Then we get an overhead, kind of a cool overhead shot of the girls running through the alley. Yeah. And then there's a fork that happens. Um, mm-hmm. And they um, they go left and then lose the vampires. Buffy crashes through a window into a warehouse, Faith right behind her. And then she demands to know what happened. Faith tells her, I was there when he killed my watcher and I saw what he did to her, what he was going to do to me. I tried to stop him, but I couldn't, and I ran. Buffy tells her she did the right thing. And then they realize there's a dead pizza guy. Yes. I don't know if you noticed him. Oh, I noticed him. He looked all (laughs) gray in the corner, just a heap of human. (laughs) Heap of human. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I realized uh, I I, I was calling it. I wasn't sure what their lair was the whole time. I thought it was either. Lair is good, hideout. I thought it was a warehouse or a mansion, yeah. but I think it's like a firehouse, sort of like what the Ghostbusters set their shop up in. It looked very similar to a firehouse. Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. Put a pin wow. in that. I'm on to so many things this episode, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, vamps jump out. So, yeah, they realize that they've been led directly to Kakistos' hideout. Yeah. Vamps jump out and they run. Buffy kicks a bucket into one, which was kind of fun. <laughs> kick <laughs> she, the bucket. <laughs> kick the bucket. Yeah. She's telling them to kick the bucket. Mm-hmm. Again, because they already died once. Oh, true. Oh. Uh, and then she engages with another, throws Faith a crowbar as Kakistos stalks towards her. Buffy stakes a vamp, sees Kakistos closing in on Faith and starts fighting him. Mr. Trick says to a blonde vampire... If we don't do something, the master could get killed. Well, our prayers are with him. And they leave, which is kind of Spike. Yeah, uh, that's true. Very Spike-like last season. Just like when uh, he left uh, Buffy. Was it Buffy? Yeah, he's like, he's going to kill her. And he's like, he just kind of shrugs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. Uh Uh-huh. So Buffy stakes Kakistos, but he doesn't explode into dust. And he shoves Buffy against a wall and says, I guess you need a bigger steak, Slayer. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, are these undustables? Undustables? Kind of like Uncrustables. What? Remember those? Uncrustables? Uncrustables? Are those like the sandwiches that had the crust cut off? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Were those called Uncrustables? Yeah. Oh. Huh. They didn't okay. have crust on them. Uncrustables. They're like PB&J. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I know okay. what you're talking about. I just didn't know that that's what they were called. Makes sense. I think so. Fact check it. Uh, Get back to me. <laughs> and then he's he laughs. Ha ha ha. Faith gets up, hoisting a huge wooden beam that's yeah. broken at one end and thrusts the broken end into Kakiso's chest. That'll do it. Mm. That'll do it. Apparently, it's like a six by six. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> six by six. <laughs> yeah. Not five by five. Nope. Six by six. <laughs> six that's by what you six. need ca- to cut Kakiso's. The right. dust kakistos. Requires oh, a larger gauge stake. Requires the art. Requires the grace. What to is this? Sh- cut the hair. To <laughs> shave the face. What are you saying right now? <laughs> I am singing a badly remembered rendition of uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's one of his songs in... Um, <laughs> 
fuck what's that movie ricky bobby no <laughs> <laughs> oh my god borat um, bruno no the tim burton musical sweeney todd, sweeney todd. <laughs> oh he's in that yes oh my god oh. yes i don't think i've seen it all he's the way the through. italian barber i don't think i've seen it all the way through Pirelli. Try Pirelli's Miracle Elixir. Does it do the trickster? Mm, I kind of remember that. The coloring is is uh, the same as this wall behind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's piss. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Going to have to watch that now. Yeah, I do own it. Just haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. You Sasha Baron Cohen is great. <laughs> Sasha Baron, well, he's also in... um. Uh, Les Mis, which don't you like Les Mis? No, I hate Les Mis. Oh, what's the one Couldn't that you like? Couldn't get through it. Uh, La La Land? Mm, okay. Chicago? Oh, yeah, that's right. You like Chicago. And what's Greatest another? Showman, right? Greatest Showman, like that one. Didn't yeah. love it. Liked it. Grease? Grease oh, Lightning. Oh, right. Grease Lightning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, you're not going to get through Les Mis, but you could at least watch the part that Sasha Baron Cohen is in. It's funny. Maybe Sasha Baron Cohen and what's her name? Helena Bonham Carter. Do like her. Who is also in Sleepy Hollow. Not Sleepy right. Hollow. Sweeney yeah, Todd. Yeah, she's in Sleepy Hollow. No, she's not. Oh, Christina Ricci. <laughs> Christina Ricci is. <laughs> she's in Sweeney Todd. Right. Johnny Depp is also in Sleepy Hollow, who's yeah, also Tim in Sweeney Burton, Todd. Who is married to Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, they were married. They're not anymore. They're not anymore? No. Oh, so sad. No. My friend delivered a script to her once. Actually, These it was for Tim Burton. These are my friends. <laughs> That's also Sweeney Todd. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what? Your friend delivered a script to Helena Bonham Carter? Yeah. Well, he's delivering it to Tim Burton, and then Helena Bonham Carter opened the door. Is that exciting? Too that funny. That is so <laughs> exciting. <laughs> is that cool? Who? Who's this friend? I'll tell you later. Very famous. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's okay. keep let's keep talking. Anyway, Kakistos explodes into dust. Buffy says, You hungry? And Faith says, Starved. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> let's go get some yogurt. At Sunnydale High the next day, Giles tells Buffy and Willow that the council has approved their request. Faith will stay here indefinitely, and Giles is gonna be her watcher until a new watcher is sent for her. Buffy finally tells Giles and Willow the full story of what happened with Angel and Akathla, that Willow's spell worked and he had his soul back when she killed him. Willow says that she's sorry and Buffy says she's been holding on to it for a long time. It felt good to get it out. She leaves the library and Willow tries one last attempt to help Giles with his binding spell, but he tells her there is no spell. There Willow is realizes, no spell. Yeah. So why did he say that, Pat? Because <laughs> Sammy, because he wanted to, he wanted to hear the story from Buffy. He he knew that she needed to get it out. Yeah. To move forward. Yeah. Okay. What a good man. Okay. Good. I nailed it. What a good Papa Giles. <laughs> yeah. So then we cut to Scott coming out of his classroom. Buffy waiting just outside. She tells him. There was someone a while ago and that the ring confused her, but she does like what he said about friendship and wants to go to the Buster Keaton Film Festival with him. Scott says that he's going to have to think about it. And he starts to walk away and then he <laughs> stops immediately and comes back and he says, OK, you know what? I thought about it and I'm in. When do you want to mm. go? Smooth. Smooth, Scott. Yeah. Very she says, funny. 
I have one thing that I have to do tonight and then I'm good. We cut to the mansion that night. Buffy Uh-oh. walks slowly to the great room where Akathla stood to the spot where she killed Angel. Yes. She looks down at the floor, slowly crouches down, looks at her clatter ring, and she says goodbye. And then <laughs> gently places the ring on the floor and slowly leaves. <gasps> yeah. And then the camera cuts back to the ring. Well, hang on. It dips to black. So at first yep. you think, oh, this is the end of the show. Like nice yep. little button there. And on, there. on the ring. So it dips out, dissolve, fade to black. Mm-hmm. Then. then. Go ahead. Then a bright beam of light illuminates the ring on the floor, getting more and more intense. And the ring begins to vibrate, clinking against the marble floor. Suddenly, the room is blasted into blindingly bright light. light. Holy light. And a naked angel falls. Just like Mr. Bean. Yes. (laughs) 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 Falls down from onto the floor, but he doesn't have any wings. Or Kyle Reese from The Terminator. Mm, Don't remember that scene. Come on, when when Kyle Reese comes back, Terminator, he's naked, beginning, comes back mm. for the... F- <laughs> no. I do remember uh, in How I Met Your Mother, Barney Stinson recreating that move. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Angel's shaking violently, sweating and dazed, breathing yeah. quickly, and we get intense music. Like almost lost kind of music. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I wrote in my notes, very lost ending. Yes. And which then, I loved. And Yeah. Goes to credits. That's it. Yeah. This uh, end scene kind of gave me the chills a little. Oh, well, I wish it was giving me the chills right now. Yeah. Well, I know. You could use some more chills. Yeah. So yeah. what? Wow. Did not see that coming. Yeah. But so he's back. So that's what you didn't see coming. I didn't see that coming at You also all. didn't see the Slayer coming, huh? No, I did not. No. Yeah. Random. Because I was going to ask you about that. But. About I the Slayer? Was like, well, after Kendra died, I was yeah. just figuring that you would make another prediction about a new I feel Slayer. like you did ask me, but maybe not. You asked me so I many did. things. Can't keep them straight. Because I didn't really want to. Um, <laughs> I didn't really want to make you go down that path thinking that. If yeah. you Don't didn't lay me already astray. think that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But this ending is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, now so. what's he going to do? He's got to find some clothes. Yeah, well, Perhaps you'll he's going to show up uh, well, d- d- at d- d- Buffy's d- d- house. Not predictions no, okay. yet. Okay, all right. Well, d- d- Get d- excited. Zippy, zippy. Zippy, zippy. Zippy long stocking. www.zippy.com. You want some trivia, Pat? Yeah. So the title is a list of three characters who make their first appearance in this episode. We've got Faith, Faith Scott Hope, Hope, and Mr. And Trick. Trick. Mm-hmm. Okay. It also mocks the three theological virtues of Christianity, faith, hope, and charity. And charity? Mm-hmm. Okay. And mocks it, huh? By changing charity to trick? Yes. Okay. So that's all right. also when earlier when you were like, when you were like, this has a nice ring to it, faith, hope. I was like, that's this is why. Oh, okay. Faith, hope, charity. All right. I thought you were alluding to like they were some sort of I wouldn't leaky bucket that. I don't know. (laughs) Um, K. Todd Freeman, who plays Mr. Trick, auditioned for the role of Spike 
and was a front yeah. runner for the role alongside James Marsters, who uh, ultimately yeah. got it. But I feel could, like he would be a good Spike, but yes. once we know Spike as Spike, like oh, he's such a good Spike. Such a good Spike. Yeah. But yeah. I think this other guy would have the chops to also be Spike. Yeah. So that's probably why. Um, and Joss Whedon does tend to do this. He he brings, he'll bring, like if he doesn't cast people for the role they auditioned for, he will find ways to bring them in. Yeah. He's like, he I got a role actors. for you. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not this one, but. So he one. might have created, he probably created this guy just for K. Todd yeah. Freeman. Anyway, the hideout that Mr. Trick and Kakistos used in this Uh episode is also the same filming location used for the Ghostbusters Firehouse. The Ghostbusters Firehouse. Wow. Is it actually in New York City? It's in Los Angeles. Oh, it's in Los Angeles. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. So So the outside of it is actually in New York City, though. It still stands. But the inside is in Los Angeles. Yeah. Interesting. Well, where where did the second Ghostbusters take place? Was it also New York? Yeah. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, because they get in uh, the I don't the watch that one, one cuz that's the one that scares me. <laughs> that's the one where they get in the um Statue of Liberty and they they spray it with oh, ooze yeah. and it walks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Right, right. Yeah, I don't like that one cuz that's the one that it's has the silly. pink goo coming the out of the pink goo coming out of the bathtub. bathtub. So scary. And I love baths, you know? So I can't You're a big bath fan. Can't deal You're can't known for de- it. Deal with that. I'm known for <laughs> it. <laughs> that's a throwback. Yep. Uh at the end, David Boreanaz is Yes. fully nude. Does not use a body oh, double. Oh yeah, no Merkin. No Merkin for <laughs> David Boreanaz. Well, also he doesn't use a body double, which is very common in Hollywood. No, to, when you to body use like a body that, double. No, I mean, come on. Yeah, he also had a uh, a habit of messing with his coworkers by walking around set completely nude. Uh oh, that's a Me Too move. Yep, frankly, yeah. sexual harassment. And so I was like, I'm not sure why this hasn't been brought up along with the allegations of mistreatment by Joss Whedon. Like, it seems like they should be like, yeah, also this fucking guy. Yeah, no. I don't know. You can't weigh in on that. No. <laughs> I mean, he seems like a pretty good guy, but um, right. that's not okay. Didn't Kathleen tell us a story that he showed up at a casting call or something? He said, David Boreanaz in the house or something like that. <laughs> yes. Yes, she did say that. Yeah. So yeah. maybe he is a little bit more of a jerk than uh I don't know. Maybe he's just a, just he's a just, crazy guy. Yeah. Yeah. Quirky, weird. But, Quirky. But still yeah. uncomfortable. Like, that's still not okay. You can't just be like, yeah, I walk around naked because I'm quirky. Like, that right. is not. That makes well, women uncomfortable. We might not love David Boreanaz, but we do love Angel. Yes. Yes, yeah. we do. Do we? Is that where we're, we're good with Angel now? Where, I don't know. Where are we at, Pat? I don't know. We do love them leather pants, though. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. <laughs> Meow. Faith was wearing a lot of leather pants this episode. She was, yeah. They're probably the same pants from the same prop department. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure it fits her, too. Let's try them on. <laughs> they, look, they look like about the same body type. <laughs> yeah. Same exact. So that's Faith, Hope, and Trick. Wow. Okay. Cool episode. Cool ending. Cool. All right. You ready to get into some Lost? Oh, yeah, I am. This is Lost Season 2, Episode 9. This one is titled, What Kate Did. Original air date is November 30th, 2005. Written by Stephen Maeda. 
and Craig Wright and directed by Paul Edwards. So, your predictions well, for Lost. Well, first, I yeah. said the backstory was going to be Charlie, so clearly... <laughs> I did not see the next episode title. <laughs> you did not. You missed it. <laughs> yep. Um, so I was way off there. But I went all the way back. What? To you episode had to go dig again? two, Pat, because okay. in episode two, I said, we're going to find out that Kate is some sort of femme fatale oh, who right. murdered someone, probably a mm-hmm. man who yep. probably deserved it. Yeah. Episode Two. I know. I was thinking Bitch. about that when it was happening. I was like, okay, Sammy definitely said this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. I did. Okay. So I might have okay. been wrong about the Charlie backstory. Yeah. But, but I was a big super one. right about that. Yeah. Long you time ago. You sent that. You sent that through snail mail and it just showed up and yeah. you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also said that the tension between Jack and Ana Lucia as leaders will be prominently featured in the next episode. Nope. It's not. They don't even talk in this episode. Yes, they do. And they do. And that's what I was about to say. (laughs) (laughs) Yes and no. You know what I mean? (laughs) Mm. Um, Sawyer isn't going to die. And I said that there will be a funeral for Shannon where Saeed will be solemn. He might cry a bit, but he won't. Because you were like, you think he's, what do you you think Saeed's going to be like? He's going to break down. I said, no, he's not going to like fall to the ground crying. He's going to. You know, he's going to cry a little bit, but he'll say some things about Shannon like he did for Boone. Yeah. Um, and I thought well, he might blame himself for her dying. I think you're right about that. Okay. You know, I got Good. a few of these right. Great. So this episode starts on a beautiful shot of the ocean, and then the camera swings around to see a shirtless gin. What? <laughs> Hello. Jiggity damn. Yeah. You're right about that body. body. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Dave and I were both like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he's coming out of uh, a beach tent, perhaps Mm. the unused passion suite. Mm. You know, now that it's been vacated. (laughs) Yikes. Um, Yeah. And then Sun comes up behind him, kind of hugging at him, you know? And then they smile over to Hurley. Who Hurley gives Jin thumbs up like, yeah, man, you did it. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then, so funny. And then off in the distance, we see Saeed digging a grave. Ugh, what a buzzkill. Way, <laughs> yeah, way to bring us all down, man. I know. Uh, and then into the hatch ER, Jack talks to an unconscious Sawyer about how impressed he is for digging out his own bullet. But of course, of course you know, Sawyer's not responding. But he does start to stir and whisper a little bit. And he mm-hmm. says sort of under his breath, like, where is she? And Jack thinks he's talking about Kate, so he starts to answer. And then Sawyer, in a day, says, I love her, which Jack don't like that. No, he doesn't. This reminds me, uh, it's very Willow coming out of her coma. Oh, yeah, that's true. Very similar scene. Crossover. Crossover. Comas. And Jack's like, more morphine. (laughs) 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 That's enough out of you, pal. Kate is climbing her tree. We've seen this before. Picking mangoes. And she almost falls out of the tree. And then on the ground, she picks up her dropped mangoes as she turns to notice a beautiful black stallion in the middle of the jungle. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was your thought when you saw the horse? I said, a horse, of course. <laughs> a horse, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was uh, just like, kind of, makes uh, sense. kind of like Charlie's reaction later <laughs> where he's like, well, 
they're He's, polar bears so right. i've seen polar bears sure. so yeah horse seems more Makes normal <laughs> right because horses can live in the wild yeah right? i mean i definitely i definitely did think immediately that it was her seeing it like it's not really there kind of like when jack saw his father like right like a vision, a vision. or hallucination. yeah i didn't think it was really there right okay so flashback to kate flicking a lighter match lighter match a lighter mm-hmm. on a porch and a drunk mister comes driving in and it's this guy wayne he says well hey a girl what are you doing here? And he grabs onto Kate and he's like, hey there. And then she kind of swats him away and carries him stumbling into bed. And, and then I Wayne, wrote down, betcha mm-hmm. this is the man Kate killed who deserved uh, it. Really? And yeah. then when he starts talking, I was like, ooh, maybe it's her dad, but I didn't want it to be her dad. Yeah, I know. It gets complicated Especially when he this, keeps this episode. talking. Yeah. So in the bed, he says, you're beautiful. Hey. Good. Hey, I just gave you a compliment. Oh, gross. Yeah, I knew that'd give you the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. And then Kate says, yeah, I heard you. And she starts to put a blanket on him. He grabs her arm and she pulls away. He passes out. Kate goes outside, gets on her cool gal motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She takes off and then kaboom, the house explodes behind her. Fuck like yeah. A, yeah, like a real badass. And she didn't even look at the explosion when it happened. No, she just That's how you know she's a badass. Right. And then boom, lost title. What an yeah. opening. Wow. So yeah. Well that's what Kate did. So that's roll credits. What she did. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. After the lost title, Kate arrives at an old classic diner. Your favorite. Her, my I do love me a good diner, man. I Give know me you some do. breakfast. Uh, this oh is what I wrote God. down. Hey, it's an old school diner. Pat's favorite. Hey, between taquitos and good old school breakfast from a diner, what are you going? Probably old school. Old school. Yeah, breakfast. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. It's a stupid question. I don't really like taquitos. Ah, yeah. I just like taquitos today. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So her mom, (laughs) Diane, uh, she's like, what's this? It's Aunt Zelda. Who? From Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, okay. I didn't really watch that. Wasn't there a cat in that? Like Thackeray Banks? Yes, it w- there was a black cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Thackeray Banks. <laughs> exactly. Kate sees her mom, who's the server there, and she asks about like her wrist. And she's like, oh, what, this? You know that shelf in the kitchen sticks out sometimes? You think I'd remember it was there, but I banged it. And then Kate's mm-hmm. like, don't. Like, don't give me the story. Don't give me, don't make things up for me. Okay, ma? And then Diane continues, and she says, I made my bed, Catherine. And then Kate says, well, your bed's gone, Ma. So her mom begins to frantically ask what she did, knowing that Kate is up to no good. Kate hugs her mom, kisses her, and starts to leave. And her mom continues to yell after her, what did you do, Kate? Which is causing a ruckus and a scene in the diner. And I also feel like in a later episode, I said that I think she killed her stepdad Mm -hmm. Hmm. for her mom. Okay. I got to go back and double check that. But I, I feel like I was that. really on the nose with this one. Right. Because I remember this episode mm-hmm. from my first time watching it through. And I think when you said that, I was like, she's really on onto it here. Yeah. But, you know, I did not show my cards because I am no leaky bucket. Well. Very smooth. You are a very, smooth very player. leaky bucket. That, you uh, ruined never, two never, deaths never, for me. What? Two? I don't think so. Yes. Don't think so. Yep. 
Anyways, back in the hatch. Kate walks into the ER where Jack wipes Sawyer's brow. He's still got a fever. Jack is unsure if the antibiotics are helping. He asks Kate to watch over him for a couple of hours. Cut to Ana Lucia smacking a stick into the ground. And Mr. Echo. <laughs> as you do. <laughs> as you do, you know, you got to fill the time on the island. You know, where's the closest stick? Let me smack it into the ground. It's <laughs> what we do Take for fun. Take out some aggression. Right. Some play golf. I smack sticks into the ground, okay? Yeah, you Don't know. ask questions. <laughs> Mr. Echo arrives and tells her that he's going to go to the funeral. Shocker, she's not going. So he tries to comfort her, telling her that they realize that it was an accident. Very nice of the middies to just be like, it's cool. You shot and killed Shannon, one of our own. That's fine. Yeah. I but definitely cool. feel like there should be a little bit more. <laughs> it should be a little more back and forth. <laughs> yeah, about this. Yeah. I mean, I know right. there was last episode, but yeah, well, I don't know. They buried the I hatchet. I mean, yes, it was an accident, but I still feel like, I don't know. I guess she's punishing herself enough. Uh, yeah, she's she's hitting, she's smacking sticks she's into the ground for fun, okay? <laughs> she's like, this is my penance. This is what I, <laughs> I <must> deserve. Do. <laughs> so, cut to the funeral scene on the beach. Saeed stands in front of Shannon's grave. He says, Shannon and I were strangers. We never would have met if we wouldn't. I'm saying this like <laughs> Captain Kirk. <laughs> we never would have met if we wouldn't have even spoken if, but we did meet and we did speak, at least. I loved her. And then he breaks down a little bit, just like your prediction, mm-hmm. but walks away. Jackie steps in to drop some dirt on the corpse, which starts the line of survivors, which also do the same. They're like, yeah, I guess we throw nice. dirt on. Throw dirt, throw dirt. Well, that's a normal thing. Yeah. It's a like a funeral. symbol. Yeah. yeah. It's like everybody thing. coming together to help uh, bury Bury. You. Right. Okay. Something nice about that. Some people place some flowers. Right? Yep. Okay. Some closure for Shannon, perhaps? Mm-hmm. So back in the hatch, Kate puts on a Patsy Cline record and talks to unconscious Sawyer about I am how really he's... glad I didn't recognize that this was Patsy Cline or I would have lost my you, damn mind. You would have lost it again? Yeah. <laughs> Anytime Patsy Cline. Yeah. So she talks to Sawyer about how he's going to laugh when he finds out that she was feeding him like a baby while he's unconscious. She's and mashing Sawyer, up mangoes mashing it up she's like i'll make you baby food and then sawyer starts to stir and whisper things he wakes up and he grabs her throat saying you killed me why'd you kill me yikes yikes (laughs) jeez yeah that's kind of scary huh yeah yeah so (laughs) jack and Locke come back to the hatch a little bit later and the alarm is blaring since they need to hit the button and Kate is nowhere to be found. And there's and only find... 23 seconds left right. on the clock, only 23. of course. Right. I mean, at least they're hitting the numbers. Finally. Yeah, again. finally. Uh, they find Sawyer face down on the floor. Locke inputs the number at the very last second. Real nail biter there. Mm. Outside. Oh, yeah. I was biting my nails so hard. Oh, yeah. I know you Didn't were. Didn't know that this is how it was going to go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And then outside, Kate runs into Charlie in the jungle. Yeah, and... which, like, when are we going to get back to the Charlie heroine storyline, okay? Uh, we'll get there. You know, we got other things that are more pressing, okay? So you want to do some lines here? Yeah. All right. You want to be Charlie or Kate? I kind of want to be Charlie, but All it right, probably I'll makes more sense for me to be Kate. It doesn't. It's fine. We're, we're, uh, 
we're always bending genders on this uh, podcast anyway, so yeah. it's flip-flop. <laughs> always. I can, I can nail Kate. Oh, well, that came can out wrong. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> this, ha- this happened last time. <laughs> uh, no, I can, I, can, uh, I can be Kate. Okay. All Kate, right. hey, you missed the funeral. Yeah, uh, I was with Sawyer. Oh, right. A few of them came, the new people. Not her, the one who killed Shannon. That would have been a bit awkward. (laughs) What? Sound like Spike. (laughs) Oh, do I? Damn it. Yeah, it's great. I love it. (laughs) Oh, okay, good. Continue. They seem to have had a rough time of it. Looks like they went bloody Lord of the Flies out there. You haven't listened to a word I've said, he says as Kate stops and stares into the distance. Do you think there are horses here? What? I think I saw a horse in the jungle. I've seen polar bears. I've seen monsters. Well, herd monsters, but horses? No. Kate starts walking away. Kate, where are you going? (laughs) Okay, that's a good scene. So flashback, Kate's on her way to Tallahassee, and some dude harasses her in the line at the bus station. Harassing, and we see that it's the marshal who's after her. Oh, this oh, guy. Oh, this We've seen enough of this guy. guy. Don't like this guy. Don't like this guy. So he's like, hey, 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 uh, do I know you? And Kate looks around. She notices a couple of agent-type people milling yeah. around in the bus terminal. Yeah, you know? sort of paying attention to her. Right, sort of side-eyeing. And Kate says, no, I don't think so. And then she starts to walk out. And then the marshal says, don't run, Kate. And then she punches him. A couple mm-hmm. of times, and then he cuffs her, and then the other agents all run in, and then he says, I got her. Kate Austin, you're under arrest for murder. <gasps> and then she says, I didn't do anything. And he said, oh, yeah, you did. Your mama gave you up, Kate. Oh, snap. Oh, that's rough. Diane, come on. Come on, Diane. Jeez. She set you free. Right. She's not right or Diane, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Diane's so not right or Diane. She's not. So on the beach, Charlie plays guitar, and Jack asks him about where Kate is. Charlie tells him that she's on her way back to the caves. He also says she was acting kind of balmy. Balmy. <laughs> 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 Which I balmy. I had to look it up. Do you know what balmy means? Yeah, like shifty. Yeah, well, kind of like says, a British slang for like sort of shifty. Right. Well, it says chiefly English for full of froth or ferment. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of balmy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but shifty makes sense. <laughs> so in the hatch, Locke pries off the handcuff that was on Jin's wrist from forever ago. Yeah, I'm like, they're just getting this free. thing off now? <laughs> but well, then they... I was like, oh, right. They just found tools and such. Right. So like, they, didn't, they weren't at the hatch. They didn't have the right. hatch um, open before... But I feel like they could have picked it with something. Like, if you're stuck on an island, you could find a little twig in the right shape of a key. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, Ana Lucia probably can. And then Uh, she'd bang it into the ground. With her her stick and a rock? Yeah. (laughs) Perhaps. Building a little fence. Yeah. Michael talks to Locke and asks him about the blast doors that are inside the hatch. Locke tells him about the little movie that he watched, and Mr. Echo shows up saying... He wants to see the movie, too. Movie and time. I was like, me, too. I want to see the movie, too. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, popcorn. Yeah, pop the popcorn, dim the lights. It's movie night with the bros in the hatch. 
Hatch Bros. <laughs> Hatch Bros. And they all high five. <laughs> so uh, after that, in the jungle, Jack finds Kate and he questions her about Sawyer and what happened to the Hatch. And she apologizes. And Jack says, Kate, what the hell are you doing out here? What happened in the hatch, Kate? Why'd you leave? I come back, find Sawyer just lying on the ground. <sighs> you just took <laughs> off. And then she wants it's to make sure that he's okay. It's a miracle he found her, frankly. I know, in the middle of the jungle. Yeah. How did this I mean, happen? He must well, have- he- he knows his way to the caves. That That's much true. we know. Yeah. So as long as she's on the He's path, got his little breadcrumbs to find. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That way he knows. But if he veers off that path one little bit, he's gone. Jack will scramble in a circle for days upon end. Mm-hmm. Okay? We mm-hmm. know this. So Kate asks if Sawyer's okay. Jack says, yes, he's fine. And she says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm not as perfect as you. I'm sorry that I'm not as good. And Jack's like, okay, what's going on with you? And she's like, forget it. And he grabs her arm. And he's like, no, 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 don't walk away from me. And she starts to struggle. Don't and he walk like away forces, from me, bitch. He, for, he doesn't say that, but he forces like a hug. He's like, give me a hug. Give Jackie a hug. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, let go of me. And he's like, no, Kate. Kate, 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 He says her name a bunch of times. And then she's like, don't. I got, I got. And then she starts to cry. She's really breaking down here. Yeah. He's hugging her. And he's like, it's okay, it's okay, Kate. And she's like, please, <laughs> this place is crazy. It's just, I, I can't, it's driving me nuts. Clearly unhinged mentally, you know, yeah. having some issues here. And here I'm like, Jack, fucking tell her about chasing your dad. Right. Like you want this her to open up to you? Moment. This is a perfect moment to be like, She feels yeah, crazy. I understand. How crazy her crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that she will feel better. Whenever somebody goes crazy, you got to out crazy the crazy. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're taking away some big ideas in this podcast episode. Yes. Number one. Very big ideas. Always string your string cheese. Always. Never bite it. Never. And then when somebody crazies, out crazy the crazy. Also, never give a girl a a gift on the first, before your first date. Never give a gift. Also, never kill a boy on the first date. That's also a good point from many episodes ago. Throwback. Okay. So at the end of this scene, Jack says, I know, it's okay, it's all right. And then Kate kisses Jack. <gasps> oh, man, this has been a long time coming. Yeah, what a I, kiss I this thought is. it was going to happen season one. Well, I thought they were going to get further along than this. I know. But Jack's I a know. gentleman, you know. Mm, yeah, doctor. So they um, they make out. Yeah, Pretty, so this is, passionately. A, this is a real uh, love triangle situation we got here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. I for, mean, we uh, sort of had it before, but now it's like very, very right. there. Very Defined. important for episodic TV or any sort Always of series. Always got to have a love triangle. Got to have that love triangle. Usually two males fighting over a female. Always. Very important. Very rarely is it the other way around. Yeah. That you just know? doesn't make for good TV. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, they kiss. What a kiss it is. And then she breaks away and she gets all wigged out and then runs off into the jungle. And Jack's like, yeah, Kate. He doesn't know what to do with himself. So at this point, <laughs> Dave looked at yeah. me and he said, you ever been so confused about ghost horses you make out with a dude? <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I was like, can't say that I have, Dave. Can't say that I have. <laughs> Not yet, you know. Uh, 
I got a just, lot more life to live. You never know. I, I picture her saying that to, to like, um, to Rose. <laughs> yeah. To like, <laughs> to, hey Rose, can I ask you a question? <laughs> to Rose or like son later. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, can I get back to gardening? We haven't seen um, what's her name, baby mama lately. Claire. 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 Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I know what she's up to. I thought we saw her. Oh, you know what? There's a piece of trivia, which I didn't write down, but I'll tell you right now so I don't forget. Okay. She was in a deleted scene where she meets Libby mm-hmm. in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Libby they is just the have a therapist, psychologist? Yes, okay. from the uh, tailies. Yeah, yeah. And it was just a pleasant little... Um, uh, scene How where they do. just, yeah, they just like they meet each other, and she comments something about a shirt or something, and then they part ways, something like that. Oh. It's very inconsequential. You want, you want your chart done? You want your shot? You, <laughs> shart, you want your <laughs> chart done? <laughs> uh, okay, so back in the hatch, Michael, Mister Echo, and Locke watch the instructional film inside the hatch. I already said inside the hatch, but they're in the hatch. I don't know if. Don't are know they, if you where, caught that. Wait, hold on. Where they're are in they the hatch, this Sammy. Movie? I know you're wondering where they are. They're in the hatch watching the film. Got it? Great. Got it. Good. Let's move on. This is the film with Martin Candle, who explains about the hatch and the numbers procedure, but with the splices of missing film in it. So mm. if you remember, he yeah. starts to talk and just there's a few words <laughs> missing here and there. <laughs> so movie night, once it finishes... Michael asks a bunch of questions, but the camera sort of yeah. hones in and zooms in on Mr. Echo, who yeah, stares silently in his off. Mind. Well, I think he's thinking he about knows something. something. Mm-hmm. And then Locke asks Mr. Echo what he thinks, but Mr. Echo just stands up and he walks off silently. Cut to Kate is at the Shannon Beach grave. Saeed shows up next to her, and then she apologizes for not being at the funeral. And she says, I'm going crazy. Do you believe in ghosts, Saeed? And Saeed says, I saw Walt in the jungle just before Shannon was shot. Does that make me crazy? I thought that was a... See? Out crazy the crazy. Saeed knows the rule. Yeah. Okay. Saeed is very good about this because he has to disarm to interrogate. What do you think he would have done if she would have just made out with him there? I think he would have pushed her away. Really? He's not ready. He's not ready. Too soon, too fast. Yeah. Kind of like and Scott Hope in the clattering. Exactly. And right. he's, you know, he really loved Shannon. So he would yeah. be like, girl, what you, you trying like, to do? Not my style. Not my style. Also, right. I like blondes. Did he say that explicitly, though? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the other woman that he's trying to find is a brunette. Right. Yes, she is. Yeah. Nadia. Nadia. Flashback. The Nadia Marshall guy. Business. Nadia business. All right. <laughs> Kate, get out of here. Scram. Marshall guy has Kate in his car as they drive through the night in the rain. He asks her why she killed Wayne. Now he says, nice corn fed farm girl like yourself. No history of violence, straight A's, no record couple of speeding tickets. I just got to wonder, why'd you kill him now? And she doesn't really respond to his questioning, but does confirm that Wayne never touched her. And they almost hit a black horse in the road. No. Surprise. And then smash. They crash 
<laughs> they crash into a telephone pole, and the marshal is somewhat unconscious with his dumb head in the airbag. <laughs> dumb head. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote that. I was just like, just big dumb stupid, dummy. Big yeah, dumb. Don't like this guy. Marshall, big dumb, dumb head. head. <laughs> so Kate frees herself. Face. For poopy face. <laughs> she grabs she grabs the key from his, you know, I don't know, his pocket or something, his waist. She digs around. And uh, <laughs> she finds the keys, okay? Okay. And she takes the handcuffs off, and then she beats the marshal up, throws him out of the car, and takes off with the car in the rain. But just before she leaves, the black stallion sort of whinnies. <laughs> and she notices it, and she, like, nods to it. She's like, what's up? Thank then, you, sir. Thank you, horsey. A horse is a horse, a course, a course. Horse of a different color is still a horse. Right. And then, you know, the horse trots off. So back in the hatch, Locke shows Michael the computer room inside the swan. And Michael wants to check out the hardware. And then Locke's like... because he's good at computers now. Yeah, he wants to check it out. He's the Radio Shack, you know? I thought that was Um, Saeed. I guess they're both good, huh? I guess so, but this is new information from Michael. That's true. I didn't really put that together because you're right. Saeed is the Radio Shack. Yeah. Hmm. And the Love Shack. (laughs) And the Love Shack. Well, not not anymore. Too soon, Sammy. Too soon. (laughs) (laughs) So Locke says, sure, just don't break it. And then Mr. Locke sees Mr. Echo in the diner booth inside the hatch. And Echo says, hello, I have something I think you should see. (laughs) If you don't mind... I will begin at the beginning. Long before Christ, the king of Judah, was a man named Josiah. And Locke says, boy, when you say beginning, you mean (laughs) beginning. (laughs) I love Locke. Locke's good. But Mr. Echo, I like the scene because Mr. Echo is giving old Locke a taste of his own medicine. You know, tell a long, boring story. Yeah, gather around, child, and let me... Uh, regale you with a stupid long story to give you one yeah, tiny Locke, little point. Locke is so into it. He's like lean, oh, he, listening, oh, he's leaning in and smiling. Yeah. He just loves it. He's, he's like, like more yeah, Mr. I've been Echo. waiting for this. Laying oh, down on his tummy. Sitting around a campfire his, with you. With his chin on his fist. Tell me more, Mr. His Echo. Legs swinging behind him. Yeah, I gotta know more. Tell, tell me, me about more, Josiah. So he talks about... Josiah and Judas, and he eventually opens a cloth to reveal a book that they found in Hatch 2. And Locke opens the book to find a small roll of 16 millimeter film inside. Well, first he says, I think you will find something of value in here or something. Yes, right, something like that. he scoots the Bible over and I was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) yeah it's like oh there's a trinket inside this it's something else it's not just words in a book first time by there was some ever man. something valuable in the bible oh, okay all right okay <laughs> okay there's some good so, lessons in there mixed in with some kind of crazy okay. stuff all right all right okay. all right just evening uh, myself out lock opens the book yeah he finds a 16 millimeter film inside and he pulls it out he inspects it closer to see he sort of holds it up looks at it in the light you know As and you he do. sees that it's the same man martin candle that it's on his orientation film oh snap it's the missing pieces mm. of the film perhaps oh snap snap so hurley approaches jack who's chopping wood out in the middle of the jungle and he's like hey 
So Rose's husband's white. Didn't see that one coming. Curly, <laughs> <laughs> what? Curly, just saying it, you know? And then Jack's like, is there something you need, Hurley? He's like, no, just taking a walk. That I'd say, hey, who's taking care of Sawyer? He's like, son is. And Hurley's like, so you're like mad at him? And Jack's laughing. He's like, why would I be mad at Sawyer? And Hurley says, maybe because he's the one that always comes down here and chops wood and now you are. It's like transference. And Jack's like, what are you, a shrink now? Hurley says, well, that's what they call it in the mental hospital. And Jack says, I'm not mad at anyone. I thought mm. that Hurley was going to be like, I thought Hurley was going to call him out for, I don't know, the whole love triangle thing. But Yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought that's what he's beating around the bush about. Yeah. But if we know one thing about Hurley, he doesn't really beat around the bush. No, that he much. doesn't. And also he doesn't know really what's going on. No. He hasn't seen Sawyer reacting to Kate. Right. And, you know, like he knows. Yeah. Well, I guess he could say, because he, he does know quote that jack and kate are you know that he's observed in the past that they're all flirty so i suppose he could still he could like put it together like oh you're not mad that like kate is you know hanging out with sawyer Sawyer, an unconscious man yeah yeah (laughs) right what a threat inside the hatch son tends to sawyer who's still unconscious wait where are they they're inside the hatch. The, oh, okay. I don't know they're if I've hatch. told you this. Yeah. <laughs> but they're inside the hatch, okay? Yep. Son tends to Sawyer, who's unconscious. Kate shows up and asks where Jack is and if Sawyer has said anything. And Son asks if Kate can watch him, which she agrees to. And she also says that, no, Sawyer hasn't said anything. <laughs> uh, flashback to Kate visiting with Sergeant Sam Austin, her dad. And he looks like he's like a recruiter like an army recruiter or something. He knows that the police are after her. And she says, why didn't you tell me dad? And he says, tell you what? And she says, I was making a scrapbook, a surprise for your birthday. So I called one of your CEOs to get uh, some pictures of you in uniform. The pictures that he sent me had dates on the back, photos of you in Korea up until four months before I was born. Why didn't you tell me that Wayne was my father? Why? She didn't say it that long, but I like to add a little bit of drama yeah. to these lines, you know, to make sure that you're staying awake. Okay, Sammy? I'm staying awake. So he says, I didn't tell you because I knew you'd kill him and your mother loved him. You were five years old. I wanted to take you along with me. And she wouldn't let me. And then she asked him why he didn't kill Wayne. And I was like, huh? What, Kate? Because he's no murderer. He is a military man, you weirdo. Mm. Yeah, I know. In the military, you have to murder sometimes, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like a lot of times. <laughs> okay. All right. Poke some holes in my uh, theory here. Um, but they hug. She says goodbye, and he cries as she leaves. Back in the hatch, <laughs> Sammy. Wait. Kate. Yeah. Um... Oh, he says there's no murder. There's, there's I don't have uh, murder no murder in, in my, my heart. heart. Right. But no he's implying that Kate does. Oh, yeah. Also, um, I guess I didn't know what, where, I didn't, I don't, I thought that this note that I took was a lot later on, but then I was looking at some notes afterwards and I was like, Daddy Austin, he's not a very good actor. <laughs> 
I didn't oh, really like him. You didn't think so? But I mean, he, I guess he he's, mili- he's, mi- he's military, so you know, he, right? Because he's, he's just, trying to hold it together very in front standoffish. of all, all his other military dudes. Yeah, hanging around. Um, but you know? also, why hasn't she cut and dyed her hair? Okay, true. Come on, yeah. you're on the lamb. You don't you're do that until way later on, right? In the yeah. motel scene, the psycho motel scene, right? And I don't understand why she won't just come clean to the the people on the beach. People on the beach. People on the island. Like, he clearly deserved it. She's still trying yeah. to hide it. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's still uh, a tough pill to swallow to say, hey, everyone, I'm a murderer. Yeah. Like, I killed okay, a man cool. who was assaulting my mom all the time. Right. I guess if you say it I that way. I don't think way, anyone is going to judge it's her. It's less for of that. a blow, but yeah. still, you're still a murderer, though. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I think. Uh, you're capable of murder. You've murder in your heart, you, uh, as Mr. Austin would say. Yeah, but I think it depends. I think sometimes it's just. I think you have murder in your heart, Sammy. Yes. I probably <laughs> Confirmed. do. Confirmed. I do. <laughs> it hasn't come out yet, but I yeah, think that yikes. there are instances when you are protecting people you love. I think yeah. you would have murder in your heart if somebody hurt Amy or your kids. <laughs> oh yeah, you, come on! I would have murder in my heart. You are you? I kidding think you me? just put murder in my heart just now. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody like kicked Appa, yeah, that'd be the end of that leg. Really? Yeah. Murder and the other leg, and their oh, eyeballs. You, you just you just take well, okay. Take all it right, all this, off. It's getting crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I have murder in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and let me out crazy this crazy. Let I'm with you. Take off his head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. I think we all have a little murder in our heart. <laughs> but I think the difference is it should only come out in, you know. Dire I'm not saying everything should be result in murder when no. somebody well, okay. wrongs you well thanks but for I'm clearing saying that up <laughs> sometimes you know when defending people you love and you know going after someone who's clearly really bad <laughs> who has done bad things yeah you know it's like you know it's okay. warranted yeah i mean i'd never be able to be a judge okay or a lawyer okay no you wouldn't but mm-hmm. actually i'm pretty good about seeing all sides of an issue but yeah uh i'm just saying i i think in this instance people aren't gonna be like oh no kate's gonna murder everybody like that's not this because what she did is not the same as like what ana lucia did right yes ana lucia has also committed murder but ana lucia also killed someone by accident too right and charlie murdered on island yeah actually no he didn't do it by accident Again, Sawyer, justified. Sawyer murdered somebody too, kind of, on island. Wait, who did Sawyer murder? The marshal. He shot him with oh, uh, the bullet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was trying to put him out of, out of his misery. Right. And he didn't yeah. do a good job of that. He did not. But like Charlie, justified. Oh, yeah. When he shot- Sh- uh, sh- Shooting Ethan. Ethan Rain. Ethan Rom. Ethan Rom. Ethan Rain is, is in Buffy. Yeah. Right. Right. Anyway- okay. All murder right. in well, our hearts. Well, this has been an interesting discussion about murder in our hearts. Yep. And whether uh, we should tell everybody else about your past murders. What? My past murders? No, Kate's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Why? Do you have something you need to get off your chest? or? No. Okay. I didn't think so. I'm just saying I think sometimes it's justified. Okay. That's all, all I right. want to say. Okay. 
but he does let her get away. She's like, you know, yes. give me an hour and give me an hour. Yeah. And he lets her go. So I was like, yes, one right. good dad. Yes. He cries as she leaves. Back in the hatch, Kate comes closer to Sawyer. Aside from Jen's dad. She asks if he can hear her, but he doesn't respond until she calls him Wayne. And he starts to stir in his sleep. And she's like, can you hear me, Sawyer, Wayne? And then she turns around and she says, I need a young priest and an old priest. priest. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, I'm probably crazy and this doesn't matter, but maybe you're in there somehow. But you asked me a question. You asked me why I did it. And she gets very emotional. She says, it wasn't because you drove my father away or the way you looked at me or because you beat her. It's because I hated that you were a part of me, that I would never be good that I would never have anything good. Mm. And every time that I look at Sawyer, every time I feel something for him, I see you, Wayne. I can relate it makes to this. me sick. I can mm. relate to this. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I feel that Stirring way about, up some feelings. about my mom. Like oh, I feel boy. like I can't, I will never be a good mom because I don't have it in me because she was not a good mom. But oh, boy. realistically, I don't have to try that hard. <laughs> to be a better to mom. To be a better mom. <laughs> I think <laughs> well, I there's being a better mom <laughs> and then there's also being a good mom. Yeah, no, I think I've uh, worked through a lot of that emotional Yeah, you stuff. would be a good mom. Thanks. Look at how you're good f- I am to Appa. I would good. murder for him. You you care enough for others. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> you know? but this as she was saying that I was like, yeah, I get that feeling. Yeah. I hear I'm also that. seeing you with kids too. You're very good with kids. Yeah. You've been very good with my kids. Oh, I love patient. your kids. So, yeah. I've changed diapers. Good mom. Not your kids' diapers, but still. And that's pretty much all it takes. That's all it takes. (laughs) Boom. Boom. (laughs) Boom. I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah, your mom ready. Dave! (laughs) (laughs) Dave, Disco Dave, get them pants on. (laughs) Um, So, okay. So Sawyer begins to wake up, and he says, that's about the sweetest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) And this is the first time that Sawyer has seen the hatch, and he's like, I'm in a bunk bed? Yeah. And <laughs> that he, must be uh, startling, huh? He thinks Wake that up in there. they're saved. They're saved, yeah. Yeah, it took me but a we, second. I was like, what? But yeah. then I'm like, oh, he, right. He doesn't know. Mr. Echo and Locke look at the film strips, and they splice together the missing pieces. I love this scene. Oh, yeah, I film. bet you do. <laughs> yeah, As I was watching it, it, I was like, yeah. Kat is fucking oh. loving this scene. Yeah, I know. I've spliced a uh, 16 millimeter film before in film school. Have. Look, oh, you love so the much word fun. spliced. You're like, I yes, love splice. I can say oh. spliced. Yeah, so splice, many times. splice, splice. Oh, it's so good. Such a good scene. So, um, Mr. Locke says, What are the odds? And Mr. Echo says, Don't Mr. mistake Locke? coincidence. Yeah, he calls him Mr. Locke sometimes, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah. That's his name, John Locke, Mr. Locke. <laughs> Being okay. professional about it, you know? Yeah. There's two misters here a Locke and an Echo. <laughs> Just keeping, keeping the scheme here. All right. So Mr. Locke says, what are the odds, huh? Basically saying, like, too funny. Too funny. Yeah. And Mr. Echo says, don't mistake coincidence with fate. But he's not, though. Like, Locke isn't saying, oh, too funny. He's saying, this is fate. He's saying, this is fate. Yeah, and Mr. Echo is saying. Mr. Echo's saying it's coincidence uh, uh, so uh. far. Uh, uh, uh. So far, it's coincidence. Mm -hmm. We don't know if it's fate. Yeah. Could, you know, faith and Kakistos. Could be coincidence. Yeah. But isn't everything kind of fate 
if you really think about it. Yeah. Like everything that happens, if you believe, I guess, everything happens for a reason, then it becomes fate. Yeah, everything then, then is everything fate. is happening on someone's schedule, timeline. Right. Yeah. Someone's it's pushing just meant buttons. to happen. Someone's puppeteering with the little strings, all of us. Right. Perhaps. If you believe in that. Or we're all brains and vats, whatever. It could get real philosophical <laughs> real quick up <laughs> in here. Brains and vats? Yeah, that's like wow. a theory. I forget whose okay. theory that is. But I remember taking my wow. philosophy class and I was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> fucking like, brains skip and this vats. Chapter. This is too this is this is too much for me. Yeah. I'm done. Okay. So Kate walks Sawyer around the hatch and he's you know, pretty he's pretty gobsmacked. He can't believe gobsmacked. where they are. <laughs> and then he doesn't believe her. He says, Hey, come on, admit it. We've been rescued. And Kate brings him outside to the jungle and quickly he realizes the reality that they're still on the island and he says, Son of a bitch. Yeah, he said. <laughs> and we're still in fucking Bruch. Still in Bruch. So, and then at that moment, something catches Sawyer's attention. And then he's like thinking he's going crazy. So he says, maybe you should take me back inside. And Kate turns to see what he's seeing, which is the black stallion again. <gasps> and this time she approaches it. She pets it a few times on its nuzzle. And then it trots away. And then Sawyer says, you know that horse, Freckles? And she says, yeah, I do. And she well, gives him a little, gives a little pat on the butt. Yeah, she's like, ha! <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> <gasps> no, that didn't happen. Uh, Locke and Mr. Echo watch the complete film with the missing pieces. So Marvin Candle says, this is the full transcript here. Wait, do we see yes. Ana Lucia yet? Um, I don't have any Ana Lucia notes, so we could have, and I missed it. Well, at one point, we go back to her, and she's sharpening steaks. Ah. Crossover. Crossover. Okay. I, yeah, it's not important when it happens, okay. but <laughs> that's we maybe just why see that happening. <laughs> yeah, smack, smacking sticks, sharpening steaks. She's mm -hmm. just keeping herself busy. Yeah. Yeah. So Marvin Candle on the, f on the completed film, without the splices, or with the splices, but without the missing pieces says when the alarm sounds either you or your partner must input the code it is highly recommended that you and your partner take alternating shifts in this manner you will stay as fresh and alert utmost important that when the alarm sounds that the code be entered correctly and in a timely fashion do not attempt to use the computer for anything else other than the entering of the code this is its only function. The isolation that attends the duties associated with Station 3 may attempt, may tempt to... Ugh. Originally, it just said, do not attempt to use the computer for anything else. Right. Using the computer for anything else. And then, yeah. Go. And then it kind of cut out this whole section. Yeah. Which they he goes spliced on, he says, back in. They spliced it back in. He says, the isolation that attends the duties associated with Station 3 may tempt you to try and utilize the computer for communication with the outside world. Or porn. This is strictly forbidden. <laughs> Do not use it for that. Uh, attempting to use the computer in this manner will compromise the integrity of the project and worse could lead to another incident. I repeat, do not use the computer for anything other than entering the code. Congratulations until your replacements arrive. The future of the project is in your hands. And then Locke stops the film. So what was the and first incident? I don't know. But it ends and they just sort of look at each other. <gasps> Ta-da! 
Michael is inside with the computer, and it starts doing a weir- weird new dinging mm-hmm. noise that we haven't heard before. Yeah, kind of like, like AIM. Ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Michael notices that the computer is saying hello, and Michael answers it by typing hello. And then it asks, who is this? And he answers, Michael. And then the computer replies, dad? <laughs> and then there's a close-up shot of the digital dad text. And then, digital boom. Dad. And then Michael title. types, Wild <laughs> all caps. <laughs> all caps. <laughs> he, just, he just hammers that caps key. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so that's the episode of Lost for this week. Wow. What Kate did. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Any any parting thoughts about this, or do you want some trivia? Um, no parting thoughts. Okay. Give me dad trivia. trivia. In the official podcast that was happening while this show was airing, they had, like, podcast material. Like, these are the early days of podcasting, you know? Wow, yeah, this was, like, yeah. before podcasts were cool. Right, but it's basically like commentary tracks almost uh, from the writers and things. Oh, that so they would put because out. it was probably before the time of, you know, doing the, like I know Breaking Bad had a lot of like after the episode specials yeah, and like, like Walking Dead stuff. did that. Yeah. Um, well, it wasn't podcast. It was like. Oh, it's TV shows. Actual like TV commentary. Right. From the directors and writers and stuff like that. Right. So this was probably before that was really happening. So they yeah, just did it Yeah, I don't it think that audio. was happening. That's right. cool. So they'd put out uh, an audio podcast basically every week. So th- it was stated that the title of this episode was a direct response to people asking about what Kate did. So yeah, the whole time they were like, hash- what? I think you told me about this at some point. There, like People were putting it on Twitter and using the hashtag, like, what did Kate do or what Kate did? Or s- oh, really? I feel yeah, like I don't you remember mentioned that. that at some point. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's Gotta how the title the people came what about. They want. Gotta give them what they want. Beth Broderick, who plays Kate's mom, appeared as a waitress in a diner, not only in Lost, but also in the television show Under the Dome. And the song The End of the World by Skeeter Davis, which is the song that is playing when Kate walks into the diner, is also a song played in the show Under the Dome. Oh, that's fun. Huh. Too funny. Too funny. And <laughs> she was Aunt Zelda in Sabrina Teenage Witch. Yes. The opening credits in this episode appear before the lost title sequence. Usually, they appear after. Oh, my God. I know. It's blowing your socks off right now. Well, I don't your even socks have any socks on. On the other side of the room because they just got <laughs> blown off by that piece of I, trivia. Why would I have any socks on? It's You're so welcome. Hot. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> You're like, I know why I'm so hot. I'm wearing, I'm wearing these socks. thick wool socks. Good thing they were just Stupid blown me. off. <laughs> right. At the end of the podcast when we're done. <laughs> yep. So that's all the trivia that I have. Not a whole lot. There's a couple deleted scenes. Um, one that I mentioned where Libby met Claire. And there's another one where Son talked to somebody. But they were uninteresting. So I didn't write them down. Cool. Yeah. Favorite moments. What's your favorite My moment favorite of moment of Buffy is when the pizza guy gets snatched up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. This is a good time. It made me laugh. Like I, I out loud, as I said earlier in the podcast, not having a good night. And that, this pizza kid got snatched up. 
and made me chuckle out loud. I was like, yeah, yeah it's good stuff. Thank you. That's what yep. I needed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What about you for Buffy? Um, for me, it's Buffy at the very end, Buffy ultimately asking Scott out. And then he says that he needs to think about it and he starts to walk away and then quickly doubles back <laughs> to nah. say that he has. I just thought that was fun and cute. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Kind of lame. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't like that move. I was like, yeah. I just felt like it was very... It was lighthearted. Yeah, very lighthearted, very... Yeah, uh, you like that stuff. Very normal. Like, it just felt like something that could really happen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I also kind of liked when <laughs> Buffy's mom says, I hate your life. <laughs> <laughs> I hate your life. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to choose the nya, 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 nya. No, I like that too, though. Okay. But, you know, yeah. What's your favorite moment of Lost? My favorite moment of Lost is, unsurprisingly, I would think, Kate blowing up her piece of shit bio <laughs> father. Yeah. And also title. meeting her dad, yeah. like us meeting her dad. So Okay. Yeah. We get the, the daddy backstory. Yeah. She, like, we, I feel like her story is like pretty well rounded out now. Right. We kind of know what the deal is. Yeah. At this point. So. We've got enough flashbacks to fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my favorite moment of Lost is all the stuff with the film. Oh, the Mr. Echo and Locke hanging out together. I like when uh, Mr. Echo tells a long, boring story and then uh, Locke's all into it. Yeah. Did I say Echo? Yeah. yeah Echo you did. told the long story. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Locke's into it and then they watch the film together and that's what I want to do. I want to sit in between them. On the little tiny couch, just in like there. put your arms around them. Yeah, like, no, or hey you're, guys, you're the one holding fun? the popcorn. Did you guys ever think that we'd be on like a weird island together, watching film together? Wow. Well, this is fun, is it not Look fun? Look at this. Oh man. Look where we are. Hey, Locke, what do you think of the lens that they used in this shot of Martin Candles? Is do you think it's like a fifty millimeter or what? And then he the tells you a kind long of flat, story. Huh? What about you, Mr. Echo? Do you think um, they should have zoomed in more or or what? Do you think that cut was motivated? No? You don't want to say anything? That's cool, too. Okay, I'll just watch it with you. But if you could pass the popcorn, it'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> with that, what show wins for you? Lost. Really? Mm-hmm easy why why i just think that um i like this backstory of kate's even though i already predicted it yeah i, I like that's it why you liked it <laughs> well and also i just like this is what i wanted her i predicted it because this is what i wanted her to be yeah i wanted like i didn't want her to have been on this journey running away from people trying to trying to get her airplane trying to like escape the marshal because of some really shitty thing that she did. Like I wanted it right. to be. You wanted the payoff. Yeah. Like I wanted yeah. it to be because she has a heart. Right. And maybe there's murder in that heart. But. <laughs> but it's a heart nonetheless. It's a heart nonetheless. And, and I just felt like, yeah, that's just who, okay. that's who I wanted her to be. And so I'm glad that that's who she is. All right. And I think okay. that she, yeah, I just think that she would do anything for the people she cares about. And I like that. I like that in a person. 
All right. So Very good. What about you? Dedicated peoples. Uh, yes, I will also give it to Lost. I think it's a good episode. Not a whole lot happens, but we do, you know, like you said, get the great backstory of uh, Kate and what happened with Kate. But also, we get the kiss with Kate and Jack. Yeah. It doesn't feel like fully romantic. It feels kind of like a weirdo kiss where it's like, oh, that was a mistake. Yeah. Well, especially because afterwards he's just like, okay. Yeah, okay. So that's going to be a little awkward to sort of suss out in the next uh, few episodes here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, overall, I give it to Lost. So new predictions. I feel like I was starting to say a new prediction earlier. Can you help me out with what I was going down the road of? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Were you going down the road of faith? Mm, I don't know. Because I said, because basically I was giving you a hard time for not predicting that there was going to be a new Slayer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with faith. Oh, I think you were going down a path of what's what's going to happen with Angel. You said something mm. about him getting close. <laughs> and I oh, was like, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> well, I don't know if it counts as a prediction. I was just going to say something like, what do you think he's going to do? Like walk into the, like, the woods and find like a giant leaf and just kind of hold it over? His, uh... I mean, he's, he's been deposited back at his home, so I would hope that right. there's still clothes there. Oh, that's his home? Well, that's where he was living with Spike and uh Oh, Trisilla. that's true. That's where he's, he's hanging out. He's the one out. who moved yeah. in there with them. That's true. Okay, so yeah, he'll get his clothes back on. Them leather pants are going to look better than ever. Mm. Okay, that's a prediction. You can write that in your book. And <laughs> okay. uh, Angel's going to show back up. He's going to he's gonna come to Buffy. Not next episode. Next episode, we'll get a Monster of the Week, you know, just for funsies. And then we'll get more Angel after that. And yeah, that's all I got for predictions. Okay, you don't <laughs> want to say anything about Faith or... The fact I don't that know she what's going to go on with Faith. Doesn't have a watcher now. Scott's she, not going to stick around. She's going to like date Scott for like a date or two, and things are going to get weird because Angel's going to come back, and then it's going to be really weird just when she's starting to move on past uh, Angel and uh, you know sort of lean into the Scott relationship. Angel's going to come back, and it's going to get complicated. Mm, okay. Yeah. And then yeah, I have no idea what's going on with Faith. She's just she's kicking around, and then eventually she'll scamper off to her old old place boston boston she's gonna go back to boston what back a, to Southie. what about um any any predictions about her watcher or are we just not gonna see that her watcher isn't he dead well her watcher died but giles yeah. says that he's gonna be her watcher until she's until a new one can be assigned uh, to yeah, her I, I don't know i don't know what's gonna happen there nothing Big old Zonko. Got nothing. Big old Zonko. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. What about you for Lost? Okay. So I think the next backstory is going to be Mr. Echo because I think now we're going to go back and forth between Tailies and Middies and there's just a lot of Mr. Echo this episode. So I think we're going to get him next. For backstory? For backstory. Gotcha. Um, Didn't see the the next title. So could be what, what... Charlie did, and I'll be screwed. What Charlie did. Yeah. (laughs) Michael will spend sleepless nights trying to reconnect with Walt in the the computer, typing WALT in all caps. (laughs) WALT! And this will ultimately lead him down a path, ends him up being captured again, because he won't listen to Locke's warning about using the computer for anything other than inputting the code, and he will probably be tortured and maybe killed. Wow. Long-term Michael prediction. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Locke walks back in to the swan. He looks at the keyboard and he's like, hey, what have you done? Michael, why is the W-A-L-T all rubbed out? <laughs> <laughs> he's been smashing the keys yeah. for so long. Yeah. Uh, and okay. I think I think we're not going to get, I think Jack's going to want to try and talk to Kate about the kiss and Kate's just going to brush it off. And it's going to be really weird. She's going to be like, what kiss? Because. And she rides away on her horse. Right. <laughs> with Sawyer. <laughs> yeah, with Sawyer. <laughs> like, That'd be so cool. Slung over it, like laying down, yeah. you know, like a damsel right. in distress. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, He's like, Freckles, where are we going? She's like, shut up. <laughs> kicks him. <laughs> yeah, kicks him. Um, yeah, I think. Jack's going to want to try to talk to her about it. She's not going to want to talk about it. And then she's going to be like, oh, no, my feelings for Sawyer. And, right. you know, and then don't know what will really happen there. But. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fine. That's what I got. Um, great predictions. What media can you talk about for this week? You that first. you can recommend or disrecommend. Me first? Yeah. Um, okay. Ooh, I was able to go back to the library for the first time in like a year and a half. Woo! Yes, support yeah. your local libraries. Support your local library. I'm so surprised that most people aren't always at the library. Every time we like come home with like a sack of books and DVDs Just and CDs satchel. and whatever, we have you have no idea how many books we take from the library. It's absurd. Like, I think the librarians are like, oh, boy, here they come. I w- <laughs> because we, like, check out half the library. We're like, we'll take this and we'll take this I and we'll really take this. I really need to go. I, you know, it's so sad. I'm so sad that I don't have a library card and using it. But I will tell yeah. you, a lot of times, it's because I end up getting books that I know that I'm going to love. And I want to yeah. highlight them and, like, underline mm. and, like, make notes in them and, like, keep them forever. So yeah, can't do that. I think I've just gotten into the habit of that. But I will tell you... I, I, as much as I possibly can, I buy used books yes. um, or used buy books. from independent bookstores if I can't find it yeah. used. Okay. So yeah, I found a few books. I felt a little under pressure because, you know, I like to, I like to browse infinitely. Like I'll but browse for yeah, hours. You don't really read that much. Well, I haven't been to the library in a long oh, time. So I just had so a bunch now, of old boring books. Now, now you can read. Now I can read. So I found uh, a few books, but the one that I started reading that I really love is a book called Annie Leibovitz, A Work or Work or Work. Something about work. Work, work, <laughs> work, work, work. Yeah, something about work <laughs> or life and work. Some, I don't know, something like that. But it's basically I'm about Annie Leibovitz. glad it's Annie had Leibovitz. such an impact on you. <laughs> hey, there's a big stain on the front of the, the title, you know, so, so you can't it doesn't make a. Yeah, it's hard to read. <laughs> Okay, but all you need to know, it's Annie Leibovitz, who is a famous photographer. Mm-hmm. She's done many portraits. She has a master class out. And I was like, oh, that'd be interesting to read about. And I am loving it. There's all sorts of great photos in it. So, you know me, it's like, you know, there's a little bit of words and then there's some photos to keep my oh, attention. Yeah. More words, <laughs> you, you know? So it's like half picture book, half text. So. Yeah. But it's really interesting. There's short little chapters about different, um, you know, photographs that she's taken over the years and how she approached them and different little anecdotes and stories. It's great stuff. I absolutely love it. So I'm digging on that. Cool. I'm like halfway done in like two, three days. Wow. And yeah. she is not to be confused with Ann Geddes, who right? did the weird baby photos in flowers and stuff and like 
Right. Baskets. No, not her. Annie Leibovitz. <laughs> Way different. <laughs> yes. And also not to be confused with Hanna-Barbera, who did like every Trapper Keeper in uh, the 90s. <laughs> no, that's Lisa Frank. <laughs> oh, damn it. Lisa Frank, you're right. Hanna-Barbera, isn't that the like... <laughs> <laughs> She's the cartoon cartoonist. lady. <laughs> who did like Grape Ape. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lisa Frank. <laughs> Lisa Frank. Okay. What's your media? All right. <laughs> I can't say that I recommend this. I bet you've seen it. This is the end. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Stupid movie. What a (laughs) stupid movie. It's something like you've never seen before, though. You got to give it points for originality. It's something like you've never seen before. It's it's very weird. Trash. Oh, come on. It's not complete trash. It's a good time. It's some fun stuff. Um, Yeah. All the cameos. It's a good time. Yeah. Definitely loved the whole Michael Sarah. Oh bit where he's like yeah. a raging cocaine addict. Um, yeah, and he's like going after Rihanna. Or yeah. Something. Oh my yeah. god, that was hilarious. <laughs> but I definitely knew, like, walking into it, that this was like you know a stoner film, basically. And <laughs> yeah. I'm not like I'm not and I'm not someone who obviously we've talked about this before. We don't we're t- we're too straight laced. We don't smoke pot <laughs> yeah, or anything. We're, we're so, too five by five. <laughs> yeah. So I don't really get stoner humor that much. Yeah. I can appreciate some stuff, but like I get it and laugh at it. <laughs> yeah. I just like anything Seth Rogan's in. I think he's hilarious. I don't ugh, I'm like on the fence with him. Yeah. But I do love Craig Robinson. So yeah, I kinda watched too. it for him. Um, and like, as we were, as we were like looking for something silly to watch, um, we just saw like the list of cast members. So yeah. I basically saw that Craig Robinson and Michael Sarah were in it and I'm like, I'm down. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm into it's this. It's funny too, because like that movie's a comedy, but there are some parts that are like legit kind of scary. Yeah. And like it, when Jonah Hill is becoming the demon oh, or whatever. Yeah. Like he is real creepy. <laughs> Yeah, it's spooky And stuff. there's some, like, gross stuff, too. Like, yeah. Um, Emma Watson is great in it. Oh, she's funny. I, yeah. Like, I was like, how did they get Emma Watson to do this? <laughs> like, right, they just asked her, and she's so like, okay, she's I guess like, yeah, I'll be yeah, in sure, this. Sure, why not? Sounds like fun. But, yeah, it, uh, it you know, it kept us kept us laughing. Um, but we yeah. we had all, we just finished Lovecraft Country, which was amazing. And this was very cinematically and, like, the end of end of days kind of stuff was, like, very Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Um, but Lovecraft Country is, like, way better. <laughs> in yeah. terms of story and in your eyes and in my eyes and acting um but it's also in your heart much in your murderous heart in my murderous heart <laughs> anyway it was silly cool all right should we close this thing let's out let's close this out pat all right so listen subscribe on apple Podcasts, amazon music thanks for listening thank as you always for listening yeah tell all your friends you know throw them the spotify link or the apple podcast link you know whatever you got uh google podcast stitcher as well don't forget to rate us five stars if you haven't already and for the, those of you who did rate us five stars thank, thank you, you for very being much. a kickstream potter friend friend of the podcast that's what we label you when you leave us a five-star review you're friend of the podcast yeah. like that's official you know you can take like that to the bank. Take it to the take it to the bank, and then they're gonna say, "What is this?" And you're gonna say, "Don't worry about it. Just cash it." <laughs> and they say, "Okay, it's cashed." 
you say thank you and then you walk out with your head hell high <laughs> what else sammy joe <laughs> follow us on instagram facebook and twitter at kickstream pod um we'd love to hear what your favorite moments are of the episode and which yeah. one wins for you and send us emails to kickstreampod at gmail.com if there are any spoilers in it just mark them in the subject line as spoiler or leaky bucket and which show Yep. And check out show notes for this and every episode. Episode. Apple, episode. Episode. You're having an episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At kickingstreaming.com. All right. And always remember that streaming, streaming is, is better, better with, with friends. friends. This is the ads. This is the friends. You are the friends. This is a good show. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week for episode 37. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye.